Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Friday afternoon, I'm Eddie Urg on the Rock of Talk on AM 1600, KIVABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com, here in the Kiva. Boy, that weather, doesn't it still feel like summer? It's because it still is summer, folks, uh, just uh, FYI. I know, oh, it's it's not cold yet. Uh, Don't forget, Roku TV, Amazon Fire, Apple TV, podcasting, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Spotify, as well as Audible. And, of course, you can download the apps at rockoftalk.tv, rockoftalk.com. I was buried, inundated with uh, text messages all day long for an event I didn't even know was occurring. So here we go, folks. Uh, I know you want me to come and join in and support Tom, t- Tommy, Tommy. What the, what's, what's this uh, woman's name? Tommy Laren, Lauren, uh, Dowd, what, what's her name? Turning Point USA. Uh, we, we have no doubt, no audio, uh, no audio in doubt. We'll, we'll have to reconnect, but. I think her name is Tommy Lauren. Okay. I'm not a big fan uh, at all. I uh, really haven't been. I think she co-telled her way. She made a few little things. I think she's the equivalent of, you know, oh, like Ben Shapiro showed up at a couple of college places and that was it. You know, the problem becomes is when you don't promote, I guess Ray Lewis was in town too, uh, uh, doing something a couple of days ago. And when you don't promote on a conservative radio station, it's not my job to get the word out on your candidate cause what's going on in your place like you know I, I will tell you that by and large when we talk the news that comes through on newscast or whatever it is that, that that shoots through i will tell you it's like listening to the kiva when you hear all these people who are constantly plugged into the news tell me lauren what is she doing here with turning point now i, I will tell you that's about as far as i'm going to go with her doubt you there did we, did we we doubt nope check nope no doubt yeah, we're gonna have to go ahead and uh, figure out a way, another way for him to to dial in. We've got we've got zero there, uh, so we'll we'll get back to him when he can plug in. Okay, so if you watch the horde of students just misrepresent themselves over and over and over again, and misrepresent the school, which you know, f you, uh, you know, Tommy Lawrence, like, okay, for what, like. Then you look at the inside of the people who were there and like it was half full and she checked out after like 15 minutes. So wouldn't you want a bunch of second amendment guys, people who know how to arm themselves or handle themselves or, you know, just maybe get some, wouldn't you want them to be aware of, of your, of your event that's going on? I think that would probably be the better way to go. Right. Well, if we're not even aware of it, we can't do anything to support fellow conservatives. It's just, it's as simple as that. And so I, probably got 20 uh you want to buy an ad just text me directly you i probably got like 20 text messages okay of people oh, here did you see what happened like and i guarantee none of the people other than one man that goes to everything and out of no doubt is a kiva supporter and we're going to talk to him at the bottom of the hour is going to tell us what happened and the double standard that that's there now it makes me mad because that we could turn out en masse. We could turn out all sorts of people. I mean, we can get a we can get 3300 signatures in in basically 13 days. We can do all sorts of things. But if you don't get the word out, you don't saturate the traditional media markets, social media doesn't matter that much, folks. Tell me what 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 thing that has been done 
entirely by social media or promotion by social media or a church has actually moved the needle. It doesn't happen. If it's not on TV, it's not on radio, it may as well not even happen, okay? And the ads win. Oh, or on uh, any of these subscription services, I think there's like, what, Netflix and Hulu and I don't know, what whatever offers, you know, I just noticed that all I see is Michelle Lujan Grisham all over the place. Like every, every ad, I have to sit there and look at an ad for Michelle Lujan Grisham. Good, good, good for her. Right, because she's taking advantage. I haven't seen one Mark Ronchetti yet. I'm like, oh, please, come on, guys, get him on there, get him on there. Look at look, our candidates. You know, beautiful. You know, good looking. He's got a family. He's done the weather. He's congenial. Like all these things, right? Sorry, I'm wearing my uh, holy uh, sweatshirt today. Just FYI, I'll change for the next segment. I promise. I can't, for the life of me, understand why conservatives can't figure out a way to get the word out. And why there's such incredible avoidance of me or the station. I mean, KKOB isn't going to get that kind of stuff out. Oh, KDAZ, they don't even have a local person. Oh, we're going to get one, Eddie. We're going to, okay, go get, go get whatever you want to do, okay? If you don't participate, you don't get involved, you don't stick your name out there, you don't get into the fight and jump in the fight, you're not in the fight. And Tommy Lauren should have been out there with probably every single candidate. Where's the Republican Party of the state of New Mexico? Where are the other advocates that are promoting this? Nowhere. Nowhere. So you have a room that's half full, and you have three times, maybe four times as many protesters as you do actual people that attended the event. Folks, that's a loss. The big L. And when you get the news media writing about it and saying that the protesters were able to stop Tommy Lauren, we didn't get to hear about what she talked about, what she, why she was happy to be in town, what was there. There's no promo. There's no advance. There's no, like, a turning point uh, decided to go ahead and the local chapter contacted News 4 at 713, and they, they had uh, good good coverage. And here's what she was just in to talk about Mark Ronchetti or in to talk about blah, blah, uh, who cares? Something. At least we would know. What, we have no idea why she was here still. All we know is that the next day, here's all these people at the University of New Mexico and New Mexico and Albuquerque looking bad again. When this whole thing, we could look even better, and that's not going to get any coverage. Soup to nuts. This whole thing, top to bottom, isn't going to get any coverage in the press past today. And it's a slow Friday news cycle. So when you start texting me and sending me Twitter and giving me all these things and say, oh, Eddie, you need to cover this up. We've got the guy who was there. I don't want to hear about tweets. I don't want to hear about Instagram. I don't want to hear about any. I don't want to hear in a third person. I want to hear from the source of somebody who was there, how they behaved and what took place. That's what I want to hear. Somebody who was actually there. No, I was happy to be. I looked far and wide. All through the room. Not one person I recognize except the one guy that's going to be on the air. Politics is a contact sport. It's a blood sport, right? Number of contacts, people you press upon, people you touch, people that hear you, people that know you. Like, it's all about contact, contact, contact. We've got something 53 days from voting, and we don't even know it was taking place. You had no idea. I mean, listen to these uh, unbelievable things that uh, that come in. Eddie, I just heard uh, 6 million men in aid to Ukraine. Yes, you heard it. 
we've talked about that there. We're going to continue to go ahead and uh, push that stuff out. Let's see. Fact check. How does the new Republican attack ads deceive on policy and crime? That's from CNN. Thank you for, uh, were you aware? No. Violet mob shuts down Tommy Lahren at the University of Mexico, the Gateway Pundit, Friday afternoon. Is this going to get amplified? Hmm? I'm doing the work Erasmus did. Oh, okay. I appreciate that. Hopefully that's a really good thing. Let's see what else we got here. Uh, Eddie, great showing by UNM for the uh, uh, for the turning point presentation. No presence, no ad buys, nothing, no interview. Contact Eddie Aragon. He ran for mayor. No, nothing. We don't get any of that. Nobody cares. So why 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 we just get to set the table going forward? Okay. So the news media four seven thirteen. Incidentally, I do want to let everybody know we have been turned down for a scanner. So uh, I contacted the mayor himself today. And uh, I literally said, uh, hey, Mayor, <clears throat> I reached out to XXX for a scanner. I was told that legal is handling. The television stations all have them. We don't. We have our own scanner. We just need the encryption. Thanks. This is a small ask. They were shuttered 8522. Hope you're well. The contact sport, right? You have to continue to contact and try to make inroads. We'll... Uh, Pick it up. I don't know. Next time at the bottom of the hour, we've got some other things we got to touch upon with somebody who was there last night. On this Friday afternoon, I want to let you know that uh, Murder Mike will be coming in on Fridays regularly, and uh, he's uh, aggregated the numbers, so be checking for that at the top of the 5 o'clock hour, so looking forward to uh, doing that with Murder Mike, so we'll see that. Uh, I don't know if we're going to have Dow today, but uh, there you go. We worked, unfortunately, with a week without him, and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll hopefully work through it and, uh, you know. Get the data dump some other way. I don't know. We'll have to figure it out. See if he he can. Uh, oh, why? What? Why? Why am I coming in twice? Why am I coming in? Okay. So, um, Steve, if uh, you are there, you are welcome to go ahead and uh, call in. Have I forwarded the phones here? I'm just catching up, folks. I'm in a, sort of a race of things uh, here. Oh no, that's not it. There we go. Phones forwarded, Steve. If you want to call in. Uh, we'll get the uh, report from you. He's on his uh, way back from uh, other places. And as I was uh, talking to him uh, this morning, I mean, he it was really upset at the double standard, you know, the way they try to go for diversity. Remember, you know, New Mexico, University of New Mexico is, has all these free speech zones. You can only have safe space at free speech. and And yet the university comes out with this i think they're they're a little bit embarrassed you know i'm embarrassed because you know somebody can't even just come and express themselves you have to find people who are avowed communists uh, people who are speaking up on behalf as you're going to find out um who are advocating for pure socialism or communism uh here in the state of mexico i'm like bro you guys got it you, you guys got this don't worry everything that you guys have been begging asking controlling like you have been uh taking this over for for quite a while so I'm like 
what else could they be possibly at this point needing, wanting? So, um, but there they are pulling. They just, the, the, the massive horde just can't, can't help. And, you know, why aren't you outside my door, you know, protesting? We, it's such a big deal, right? Why don't you just come on over here, protest as much as you want. Call me a racist. I mean, whatever you think that you need to do. <clears throat> All right. Um, let's see what else we got, uh, here. No, I'm not going to read that. Um, okay. It's fine. Okay. Catholic school. Okay. I got to touch upon this Mark Ronchetti piece real quick. Okay. So Mark Ronchetti has decided to call for a statewide vote on abortion rights. And, and again, you're probably, you're not going to like what I say. All right. And I don't care who you are out there in conservative. You think you you're entitled to your opinion. I'm entitled to mine. Okay. This is a bad call. This doesn't work. This fails on two fronts. And let me tell you as badly as I want Mark Ronchetti to win. I was having a conversation with him. I'm like, this, this isn't good. I don't like this move at all. And especially on a Friday. I agree with you sending it to the ballot basically just confirmed that Mark Ronchetti is okay with the ballot boxes. So he marginalizes his base two times, right? By asking for a statewide vote on anything, I mean, this is going to be a margin call at the very end. Like it's going to be one where it could be one to 2%, maybe, maybe less than 1%, hopefully. Okay. One way or the other, the race is going to be extremely tight. I'm not going to trust the polls. I'm not asking for Mark Ronchetti to say, oh, you know, we need to relitigate the 2020 elections. We're not asking him to do that. We're asking him to fix the state, save the state from becoming Michelle Lujan Grisham uh, for another four years. That That's what we're asking. Okay. But anytime you're asking for sort of a referendum, even if it's a post-election on this, you're sort of ceding your moral position. There's a couple of different ways to cut this out. Call attention to the fact that the governor is Catholic. She recently, she recently got remarried. Okay. Here's a way to do this. Okay. People like this got to just wind it up in the mud a little bit. Like Michelle Lujan Grisham, you were separated at the time that you got divorced from your first or that you didn't get divorced from your first husband. He died of cancer suddenly or whatever he died of. I forget where uh, Greg Zanetti talked about that. And then on top of that, you know, you decided to go ahead and get married again, get outside the Catholic church and you presided over a gay marriage. Okay. Like, you know, I would start kind of going on that. And he's like, well, why would you do that, Eddie? Because you kind of have to kind of create a little bit of a rift, a separation, a moral separation that there's a distinct difference between her and I. People who are anti-abortion will simply just ask, well, okay, well, it's not the providence of the state. Uh, Michelle Lujan Grisham, you know, she, she believes in the separation between church and state. And the people who hate Mark Ronquet is well, like, I'm not going to let that guy into my bedroom, okay? I don't trust the polls. So calling for a vote to anything at this time to people who, as I told you, are either drunk or high or some some sort of mental deficiency at this point i mean how else can you explain what happens in albuquerque it, you know it, they're bought off right <laughs> calling attention to you know getting a referendum at the, at the polls is not a good way it also has him skip out 
It's like uh, taking like, on a, on an issue, in my opinion, which he wins easy. Like you've got the number 60, 40, just continue to call numbers to, you know, draw to the details of that. The other thing, unfortunately here as a Republican, you marginalize the base. Now I happen to live right next to an abortion clinic uh, and the radio station's right next to abortion clinic over here. I want to applaud and commend the people, whether I get along with you or, or, or I don't, who are out there showing what you believe, out there with your children, your families, your pictures. Uh, you guys are doing work because this is something that you sincerely believe in. It's an issue. And guess what I see on a lot of those cars? I see Mark Ronchetti signs. Mark Ronchetti is sort of, you know, whittling, okay, well, 15 weeks or whatever. I'm like, well, he doesn't even do that, man. You got this. You got this, Mark. You got this, okay? You're pro-life. You know, I want to focus on the issues that are really affecting this race. But as far as I'm concerned, she's a hypocrite. She's Catholic. She should not be, our state should not be the uh, destination for travel abortion. Like, that would be the way to sort of tailor that, Okay. Calling for a statewide vote on abortion, I just think is no bueno. Anytime you want to trust the people, these people don't feel trusted. And if you think anyone feels trusted by like a Republican, you just have to make the other person look bad. And that's not happening in this particular case. So um, good news is this is all on a Friday. Uh, I do like to see Mark and his wife uh, in the pictures, I think, uh, I think it's, it, I'd love to have her as a first lady, love to have Mark, obviously as governor, <coughs> excuse me, honestly, no politician should decide this. Ron Ketty says in the 32nd ad, you should, we should on voted on, on it as a state. Now maybe they're smarter than I am when it comes to this. Okay. Calling attention to, Hey, we got to put the power in the people and all this kind of stuff, but I just don't think it works. Mark Ronchetti's latest plan to ban abortion through the constitutional amendment is indicative of a spiraling candidate who continues to try and spin his anti-abortion extremism to cover up the fact that he's determined to punish New Mexico women. Like, get her on the ground and start stomping on her. Don't be the nice guy that we already know that you are. Ruin her. She is absolutely ruining our candidate. Like, that is Michelle Lujan Grisham right there. The object of politics is to destroy the other one. You, you have to do that. Destroy the reputation, backstory. Oh, we got this, this. And you got you to do it. Now, we've got a, a, a media that isn't very receptive to anything that happens to. And he's already starting at a, a negative a couple of steps back because he's a man versus a woman. Well, we've tried females for the last couple of terms, you know, as governor. I don't know that that's what, what we need the next go around. I think uh, we got next, right? I'm disappointed in uh, the strategy only to be happy about the fact that it's released on a Friday and it'll get uh, little to no spin. 550, 50, 500. That's 550, uh, 500. <clears throat> Democracy is mobocracy. We live in a republic. It's time for the fighting in the streets, boy. Whoa. It is. Eddie, great show. Are you playing music tracks from the video game No Man's Sky? Just wondering. No. Uh, uh, just stuff that I just tortled in uh, from, uh, anyway, I'm going to put it out, uh, out there for any of you guys. Let's see. Why does the New Mexico Republican Party not get it? We avoid listening to people who hate us. Yes. 
Why are why you know I don't understand Republicans why the need to please the other side or why the need to you know I get the math right but there's so many Democrats that don't want to be Democrats. I mean you could look at the polls as an actual win. How much above their own weight are they punching? Mark Ronchetti is punching seven or eight points above his weight. What does that mean? Of the registered Republicans, he's got an additional seven to eight percent more. Focus on those, and they'll go find a 2 to 3%, and then destroy Karen Bedoni and destroy Michelle Lujan Grisham. That's it. Those are the two women who stand in the way of improving this state for the next four years. And once, once the floodgates open, it's going to be a war on me. It's going to be a war on everybody else out there. I'm the first person they're coming for after this election, should Michelle Lujan Grisham win as well as the Raul Torres. And I hope they're armed for bear. I hope they're ready for bear because you don't want to punch down, especially after you have a, another impressive victory, right? I'm still sitting on those 9,000 impeach MLG certificates. That shows motivation, whatever you decide to do to me, doesn't it? Probably aren't thinking with a clear head, but she, she most often isn't. So we'll just uh, go ahead and leave it there. I like to look at my, I like to, I like to look at my impeach MLG certificates. They're beautiful. And all the wonderful people and say, hey, this woman's trying to destroy me. And I'll just reach out to our 9,000 people and we'll just figure out a way to destroy her. That's what politics is about. Come on, Mark. Swing for the fences, baby. Be the governor. Gotta want it, baby. Gotta want it. Back after a quick break here in the Kiva. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in on a Friday. Jeremy Gay, we, we did get a press release on that. Um, really, in my opinion, no news. Uh, the court decision dismissing the case against him, his residency. I don't even know that we need to touch upon it. Jeremy's in the race. He's not going anywhere. He's a good candidate, good guy. Hope you vote for him. That's about the, all I can say. Uh, a lot of people, one of my friends uh, included, says, I don't even know he was running. Uh, he wasn't located on the Republican Party of the State of New Mexico website, I believe, as of you can text me that uh, yesterday or, you know, two days ago. He wasn't on the website. <laughs> asleep at the wheel, right? That's what we got. We got a lot of uh, asleep at the wheel. Who's running? Who's running the ship? Never know who's running things. Is it? We'll just mail it in. Steve, how are you? Thanks for uh, hopping in after uh, yesterday's... Uh, so were you disappointed in the number of people who turned out? I saw the, the overview of that and it just looked like it was about half full, three quarters full, maybe. It was about three quarters full for Tommy. And, you know, it was a diverse age, which surprised me. I told the person next to me that there's a lot of middle-aged people here. And, but there was only about 20 students because they were taking selfies and whatever during when we were waiting to get out of there because the mob was still out there going crazy. How long did she speak? But she barely even spoke like for about 15 minutes. And then uh, the noise started and she kept on talking over the noise and making fun of them. And, and then she said, let's chant USA while they're doing 
shut it down and BLM and whatever. And so she just stopped. It was only about maybe 20 minutes of her speaking. And then she asked her questions and she tried to shout, shout over all the noise. And then they started drums or something. It was a big, like a big bass drum or something. And it was really loud. We couldn't hear her. And so she just gave up completely. And uh, she kept asking. She was very worried for her and for us. And she kept asking somebody, are we, is everybody out there uh, afraid of these people? Can somebody tell me if we're secure? Are the doors secure? She asked like three or four times and the organizers went to the door and they were giving out they're okay. And she says, well, we're okay. They said we're okay. And then they were getting worse and worse, pounding on the door. That's not what I saw. Pounding on yeah. the wall. Yeah, the pounding on the door, the pounding on the wall, everything that we saw there. They had about 100 protesters on one estimate. How many people were inside? I'd say about 150. Okay, okay, all right. It, well, was, let's, it let's... was a good crowd. Okay. It well, was a real good crowd. How did crowd. you find out about this event? Let's stop there before we get to the, uh, the fracas. Well, I, every year I go to the welcome back days. Uh, it's a week, uh, the very first week of school, and they have tables by the duck pond, and, you know, the university groups are out there, the nurses, the athletics, just showing what they have. And then on Thursdays, they have the student groups recruiting members for their clubs and for their groups. I always go there. I've been going there for since the 80s. Because those are the groups that, uh, the radical groups that I'm interested in. The Aslan groups that want to take over the Southwest. The border didn't uh, cross, what, what, I don't know, whatever that is. Right. I'm, yep. I'm thinking of something else. We didn't cross the border. The border crossed us. And those types of people in the Party for Socialism and, and the Muslim groups, and just all those radical groups. So I go there sometimes to pretend yeah. I'm one of them, which I can. And uh, they're just young students. So some of them I talk to. And, and so the turning point was just handing out flyers for this event. So I saw turning point. And so I said, oh, I uh, went to the Legacy Church with Charlie Kirk. And they said, oh, yeah, he was so great, and he's their leader. And I said, but I wasn't there to hear him. I was there to make sure the protesters didn't get in there and secretly getting him to disrupt the event. Was there any protesters at the event over at Legacy Church? Not on the one here on Wyoming, but the next day, because he did Saturday and Sunday. On the Sunday... There were, but they were across the street. Yeah. Nobody okay. was inside the church disrupting and security, but they had a lot of security, um, a bunch of undercover guys with their little earpieces. And I knew who they were. Just You can just tell. Yeah, probably, the uh, probably IPS, and, probably uh, Aaron Jones and the, the group from over there. So I think that that is, that is good. So I, I just yeah. want to say 
you, there was no advertisement. Nobody knew anything about this that was happening. And you were also in attendance for Milo Yiannopoulos back in 2017, were you not? Yes, sir. I was there. And what people don't know about me, I've been going to protests and communist meetings, peace meetings since 1986. And I know all about protests. And I used to call them, if I went to a protest, I called it the same movie, the same producers, the same directors, the same script, just different actors. So I go to it and I said, same movie, and I leave. Then the Iraq war started, different actors, same script, same producers, the Bob Anderson type. And answer those. Yeah, the so former uh, guy who ran be, for CD1, the Green Party, uh, part of that uh, controlled opposition right. from the left. So when Milo came, it was the first time for Albuquerque and Tifa. So that went from protesters that I have known for decades to mobs. They so, were psychotic. Yeah. Mobs. So the first time we saw these mobs in sort of like the modern political area, we'll, we'll say like the Trump era, was on May 25th of 2015 when they were importing people, busing them in straight here to Albuquerque. So these were paid Soros agitators, plus a lot of local people. And uh, they were throwing chairs through the windows. They were doing everything they could to shout Donald Trump down in a very packed convention center. Um, you no doubt were there along uh, with me. I was there that uh, evening. And uh, I think, believe it was uh, one of the guys for, I can't think of the name of the group right now, but he got thrown out. They threw him out. They threw a bunch of other people who were just disruptors. This is, this is what they do. This is their MO. These people are never arrested. They always destroy public property. They always try to shout things down. And then I have to look at the disgusting Albuquerque Journal and the writing of one Teresa Davis journal staff writer, I don't know how she lives with herself, a speech by controversial conservative commentator. Do we ever introduce somebody from the left, uh, a speech by controversial leftist, uh, a speech by con controversial liberal commentator? Like the journal needs to go ahead and just die at this point. Uh, it is not uh, the official paper of record any longer because of the angle. It can't even comment on what's happening, in my opinion, because it's covering everything from the left side. It's running interference. UNM spokesperson Cinnamon Blair, and this is what we're going to spend the next segment on. You've been at this now for more than 40 years, uh, Steve, on the campus of the University of New Mexico. And as uh, you go back to 86, whatever that is, 36 years, and we look back at these things, this has been the MO with the taxpayers' dollars not to give the other side any voice. Comment on that, please. Right. Well, like I said, they changed their protesting tactics to mobs when Milo showed up. But they also did the same thing with Trump. And I had called the police because I keep track of these people. I called uh, APD to tell them what their plan was, which was to close down Central and block the traffic and to run on top of the cars. And the police told me, don't worry about it. They're not going to make it. Well, they did make it. It was live on CNN. So last night I showed up uh, two hours early just to check out the place. Uh, I didn't know what her security was going to be like. And so, uh, and what the protesters, if there were going to be any. Well, 
there was writings all over the sidewalk that she was they showing were, up that time. They were defec- uh, uh, desecrating. Sorry, defecate. They were desecrating the the public property. They were spray painting. Uh, is that correct? No, just the chalk. The oh, chalk, chalk on the okay. sidewalk. Okay. Yeah, they were. It was all over, and so, um, so they were going to show up. So they had these metal barriers, those little fences. They're like three and a half feet high, like the pipe ones. And they only had like 30 feet of those. And so when the UNM police came, I said, what's going on? What's going on with the protesters? Uh, It's on social media that F Tommy and this and that. And there was like an actual flyer going around. Right. And... And uh, one of the organizers showed it to me. And you've got you've got names, correct? I didn't get any names of, of the protesters. Okay, we're going to pick well, it up. It, we're going to start from there when we come back. Uh, we're going to get into more detail okay. and actually focus on you know the egregious things. That here's the disgusting uh, sort of epilogue of Teresa. You should be fired over at the Albuquerque Journal. You're a disgusting reporter. You know, I'm said the university is deeply disappointed in the actions of those individuals who intentionally chose to disrupt the scheduled speaker and infringed upon the rights of the speaker and those who attended the event. Laren is a right-wing media personality and a staunch Trump supporter. She's likened Black Lives Matter activist to KKK and embraces anti-vaccination, anti-immigration policies. Folks, they hate us. And yet, in Albuquerque, they enabled them yet again to let them hate on us another time. Back after a quick break here in the queue before we speak. Hundreds of UNM student, uh, uh, hundreds of UNM students rallied to shut down an event hosting far right. Yes, speaker. Like it, everything is like if the mainstream media news reports about it, it's always far right extremist, Trump supporter. You know, it's always that stuff. So the the stain is there, and people are too stupid to sort of see through it, Steve. Yes. Uh, what happened is uh, I had a ticket plus two extras. I thought my son was going to go, but he decided not to go. And then just another one. And so they opened the doors at 6.30. Well, I normally go to the protest first to see what's going on. But the UNM policeman, the, the main man, he, I had talked to him, and he said he was at the Milo Yiannopoulos protest. And I said, so you're prepared? He says, yeah, it's not going to be that big. We, we have them corralled over there by the fence, by that metal fence that I told you about. And I said, wow, okay. So you're going to keep them out. What if they get in the building? Oh, they're not going to get in the building. So I figured, okay, well, it's just going to be one of those. They're going to be outside screaming. So when the doors opened, I went in there and got a seat, put some papers on my seat so I could sit in the front row because I wanted to ask her a question. And so uh, I kept going back out there. And then I looked out the door and there was like this people walking around. And I thought, where is everybody? I guess it's not going to happen. They're not interested. 
So about a quarter till, that was the last time I went out there, and there was maybe like five people out there, and they were just standing there just waiting and looking. So I figured, okay, it's a flop. So I get in. She starts speaking pretty close to seven, and then all of, all of a sudden the noise, we could hear them yelling. And she said, are they outside the doors? And then they were outside the doors because as soon as she said something about immigration, illegal immigration, there was a gigantic bang. Well, that bang is on her Twitter feed, and somebody had kicked one of the walls and put like a back basketball-sized hole. Yeah, I saw that. uh, I mean, these people literally destroyed property, destroyed the doors. Did you notice that the uh, officers did nothing about it, even though they were destroying it? Notice that they didn't didn't arrest anybody. They didn't really detain anybody. They didn't do anything about it. Well, that's what I told that same officer that... They didn't do one thing. They were destroying... They were destroying property in the University of New Mexico, which Pat Davis is, was a former officer for, for that, if anybody wants to know that, uh, as you know. Yeah. Um, they did well, nothing. The Milo, they did absolutely nothing to do to, to help that. Yeah, alone. the Milo one, it's on the journal YouTube video. Uh, the, the journal, if, if you look at their website, they actually have videos. And uh, so they had one on that protest. And there's some metal chairs in that lower level, and they were showing they showing them picking up the chairs and smashing the tables. So the next morning, I went there, and the the chairs on the on the legs were bent, and the tables were dented, and the chip was painting, uh, chipping off. So I talked to Walter, the head of the sub, the next. Uh, school day and I said did you see all the damage and he didn't see it so I went down there and I said well are you going to file a police report and he says well I need to talk to someone well two weeks later I called an MPD and he didn't file a police report the University of New Mexico University of Mexico like uh, every like the head Garrett Stokes you know the all white uh liberal uh leadership of the University of New Mexico they're disgusting uh, ways that they have uh, cultivated quote unquote knowledge while they're declining, I think 3,500 uh, students. They did, they will do nothing. They don't care. They will absolutely do nothing. Not one person was arrested during Milo Yiannopoulos. Not one person was arrested last night. Well, that's what I told the officer. I said, nobody was arrested during Milo and the destruction of property. And he says, well, the actual subunion. Student union has to file the report. And I said, that doesn't so sound right. Yeah. So I told him last night, what if I go to Zimmerman Library and run my car into the stucco and ruin it? So they have to do it or you're going to do it? And he said, no, they have to do it. And I said, that doesn't sound right. So he says, I have to make the rounds. So he walked away because I would have kept on going on him. Yeah. And so last night they did all this violence. And so I keep track of the code of conduct rules of the universities. Listen up, folks. This is the uh, this is the, uh, the the kiss of it should be the kiss of death, but it won't be because remember the University of New Mexico does not celebrate diversity unless it is for yeah. the other side. Well, I got a hold of the just emailed a bunch of people this morning. The diversities are who just only makes two hundred forty four thousand 
according to the new salary uh, handbook. Uh, who's, who's that? Who is that? Is that diversity? Her, her name is Azada, A-S-S-A-T-A, Zaria, V-E-R-I-A. And so I emailed her and I said, this is right up your alley, diversity of opinion. Equity, you have to treat everybody equal. Inclusion means everybody too. It means whatever it says. And I said, this is right up your alley. I also wrote a letter to the, the same email to the president, to the dean of students and a bunch of other people. And uh, but I yeah, she focused is. on the, I'm looking at this, their uh, own code of conduct rule. Yeah. And there's, you know, I'm looking at it now on my Word document. And, you know, they're breaking all the rules. And I want this time, the Milo, I let it go. This time, I'm not letting it go. I'm hardcore. I'm not going to let it go this time. And I confronted them the last time. They didn't do anything. Well, this time, it's their own code of conduct rules. And I'm going to start going there Monday. I was busy today. But I'm going to start going there Monday in person. Because if you email them, they just kind of open it and, oh, this guy's a problem. And they don't pay attention. But in person, they can't do it. This, and this so woman, I'm going to uh, do it in person. Th this woman is uh, incredibly woke. Teaching areas include Africana feminism, Africana feminist methods, black feminist thought, race, class, and gender intersectionality, quantitative and qualitative research, health inequality, maternal and child health. I mean, this woman's a, an absolute activist. Some of her publications include The Challenge of Gender Digital Divides to People-Centered Governance, uh, Sanitation and Early Childhood Malnutrition, uh, The Struggle for Inclusivity in Multicultural U.S. Protestant Congregations. I mean, this woman is woke. She's a disgusting creature who makes $244,000. Is that what you said? Yes, sir. And she has four aides that make sixty dollars to $80,000. She has eight. And I don't know what they do. Okay. They've never really done anything until a math student in Zimmerman Library. This was the story. Uh, you know, it's quiet in the Zimmerman Library in the main floor. Everybody's looking at their computer monitors and their phones at the same time. Mm -hmm. And so a math student from a class pulled off a scarf from a Muslim girl. So they had a big argument. Well, there was no witnesses. There was no video. Oh, they always do that. Remember back at the, remember over at, at Smith's, at Ghetto Smith's, the time that we supposedly assaulted some, you know, uh, person of, of, and it turned out to be a fake hate crime. Do you remember that, that they set up? Which one? This was about seven years ago. They had set up an event uh, that had happened where a woman claimed that uh, someone said, like, Muslims get out of here or you don't belong in this country or something along uh, and supposedly, like, grabbed her headscarf. And then they found out they, they couldn't do, substantiate it. There was nobody there to substantiate her story. And it was set up by somebody yeah. else who was watching. This is kind of what they do. University of New Mexico Lobos, uh, DailyLobo.com, puts uh, the headline at Students of Color Denied Entry at Turning Point Event at uh, UNM. Multiple students of color were denied entry at Turning Point USA. Like, do they even know what they're talking about here? I feel like it was a racially targeted and targeted by class as well. And with UNM being a very diverse school, I don't really understand why we even allow this to happen in the first place, said uh, some guy by the name of Jacob. So uh, there you go. Yeah. To be honest, I'm, they literally write it, effing pissed 
Everyone here is pissed. We would not like to spend our night here when we could get silent nights because we're happy here. I really feel like our generation has a chance to change so many different things. Uh, no, you don't. You're just ridiculous. Well, yeah. this is what's going to happen Monday. Okay. My prediction All right. is here they're claiming that they were discriminated against. Mm-hmm. By Monday, the ACLU is going to be on top of it. And my feeling is they planned it out to begin with because if they really did that, these people are fanatic. If somebody says, oh, you're not, you're not welcome in the meeting, oh, you're doing that because I'm a person of color? You know, they would make a scene. Their video cameras are ready because they were ready to go in there and cause a problem. But if they're not even, you know, they're denied to even go in, they would have their phones ready to go to have it documented that this person says, oh, you're not coming in. And then the, the, the argument of the person of color. So my suspicion is there was, they said on the Daily Lobo that there were other witnesses. Well, let's get the witnesses. And who are the witnesses? Are they the same group or the people at the table? Or there are some uh, security guards there that, you know, they were just UNM security. They didn't have guns or badges or anything. Steve, we'll, we'll have they to, were standing right there. Yeah, we'll pick this up. We'll get an update from you on Tuesday if we could. And I'm sorry you went yeah. through that. And I uh, just wish that we'd had a better turnout to support and push back against that. It takes all bodies. Hour two just for you here in the evening. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. I am Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. I am Peter Kiavi, ABQ.net, and RockofTalk.com. Now we're coming at you from the ABQ here on this Friday afternoon, and glad to be here with you and yours. We got Murder Mike here. Who's going to be checking in? Check, check Mike one two. Literally, check Murder Mike one two. How are check you? Check Mike one two. Uh, I'm doing very well, Eddie. How are you this Good. morning? Good. You all ready for a report? Ready to lay it all on us? Lay us uh, the bad news. Uh, Oh boy! <laughs> uh, I didn't. I didn't jump into these three murders the other night that happened, um, but they all happened at once. We can't track it. I did want to let you know I did reach out to the mayor. I uh, I realize, yeah. you know, for you, like how important that is because it's something you've been doing for more than fifty years. That's correct. I'm on sixty. Have you ever seen a time where you know there's they're playing so much cat and mouse with the information that's coming out? No, uh-uh. it's, it's never been like this before. We've always, in fact, you know, when I worked at KLB back in the uh, late '70s, early '80s, they actually had given us radios on top of the scanners that we already had. So. Yeah, did I give you? I bought you a scanner. Yeah, right? you yeah. sure did. Uh, what do you think quite, about it? Quite a, a nice one, I might add. Yeah. It works extremely well. Uh, we can still hear the state police, the medical channel. So there's still a lot of state things that police. We can, we can get state police, huh? That's correct. Okay. And the sheriff's department. Uh, sheriffs. Uh, that would be uh, Manny. Uh, Manny, Manny. Uh, BCSO. We get BCSO B- traffic. BCSO. Is that okay. Uh, state police out of Albuquerque and state Santa like Fe. the state of New Mexico or the state yeah. of Jalisco. Which, which one is? Uh, well, let's see here. <laughs> which side is uh, the New Mexico State Police? Both Districts One and District Five. Now the scanner I bought you, bought us. Correct. You. Bought us. Uh, you know. Yeah. Kiva Thank you, Eddie. <laughs> yeah. The station bought uh, it. It's about uh, I don't know eight hundred bucks. Very okay. advanced. It's got all the punch buttons. 
how many different channels can we get? I mean, I've, I've, I've gone through that. I'm fascinated with the different channels that all come through there. What are we about? It wasn't like 22, wasn't it 22, 23? Well, we can pick up literally hundreds of channels that, that scanner. In fact, that is the top of the line scanner by Uniden. They don't make too many. Do you know the model of that scanner? Uh, Boy, it's a bunch of numbers followed by a bunch of letters. Uh, BPB, I forgot. I'd have to really bring it down and show it to you. But it has a neat aspect of it. Is you can BP enter... 200? Is that it? No. I think it's more than that. It was uh, up there in the Oh, there it is. Range. The SDS 100. Digital Police. There it is. Bearcat. The Bearcat. Bearcat. Bearcat 800, I believe. Or 880, something like that. Mm. I don't remember. Right, well, I, don't... I don't want you to guess. We'll just be racing through numbers. All yeah. Well. With with you did that's that's a hit and miss. Mm. It has a nice uh nice feature though. Uh, okay. You can go anywhere in the United States, punch in a zip punch code, yeah, and bingo, you can. Kind of interesting, it. huh? Uh, yeah. The one, yeah, here it is. This is the digital police. Uh, there it is. True IQ, um, direct Ethernet connectivity, uh, USA, Canada radio database. Correct. Everybody's there. Okay. That's correct. Uh, let's see. Uh, it's got a larger. How long does that battery last? Uh, well, that battery now uh, is hours. getting kind of old, so it, it needs to be replaced pretty soon. So I usually use it just off straight, uh, shore power or house oh, power. Oh yeah, just, uh, just straight up house, house yeah. power. Right. Yeah. But it's a great scanner. It has worked extremely well for our purposes. And well, I have so no what doubt. What was our purposes anymore? Well, we I don't know. I have no doubt that maybe they will unencrypt it sometime. You know, I just got a feeling they might do that. They may not. You know, a lot of agencies throughout the United States are. So I'm going to, I'm going to disagree with you here. I mean, yeah. go out on a limb and disagree with you. I happen to know. I talked to a top attorney. Oh, okay. Um, so, uh, a, a guy, a part of the Albuquerque uh, Public or Albuquerque Police Department. Ah, gotcha. I, okay. I talked to Sean Willoughby and I tried to work that. I said, oh, you, you, you know, you should do this. You should do this. Uh, and, and I looked at all this and we can, pub, pub, you know, punch in all these things. Me. And let me finish. Uh, you punch in all these things and, and get it. And then I talked to the attorney. I said, well, they shut it down on August the 25th. Like, what happened? Like, we don't have any. We don't have any scanner traffic. It gets really sad. And uh, we're, we're not able to report to people and, and, you know, give them what they need, blah, blah, blah. Okay. And so um, I reached out to Tim Keller, the mayor himself, by a text message. Tim, I reached out to uh, XXX for a scanner. I was told that the legal is handling. Uh, legal. Yeah, that's how you know we're not getting it. That's a nice word for passing the buck. Huh? Uh, I was told that uh, only the television stations have it. Now you contacted the television stations, and something interesting happened. Well, that hadn't good. happened to you ever in the history of. They all received their scanners. However, I was uh, informed that because these scanners belong to the city of Albuquerque, mm. that they cannot loan them to a private entity. Did you know that we have the scanner that they uh, have on loan? It's just a matter of encryption getting the code. Did oh, you know that? No, I did not. Yeah, that's all you have to do is punch in the code. You just made my day. <laughs> well, I didn't make your day because there is no code that will be given to you. Oh, well. So you can't get in there. You want to know what was cited as the reason why you can't track any? Uh, uh, but I, I venture to guess. They'll give you three. Three guesses. How about well, that? I'm going to say, first of all, they're going to probably throw at you officer safety as an issue of encrypting the scanners, which is totally untrue. What's the standard Response time for nine one one. Uh eleven to thirteen. Uh not even that probably. Maybe not. Not even yeah, that. Yeah, yeah and it's, uh, priority one. 
when that 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 uh, Chinese woman who didn't speak a lick of English uh, was murdered in her car, they took how long to get there? Well, they didn't take very long, although I was on the phone twice with the police department. I was the one that called in, and initially it was called in as a shots fired call. Shots fired. There we go. Right. She was dead. She was dead. Murdered in her car. Correct. I went outside yeah. after I felt the coast was clear. Can I get a number on the minutes, please? Um, I would say between 8 and maybe 11. 8, outside. eight to 11 minutes. Yeah. And there, you weren't, like, rushing, so there's no way that you probably got that number wrong. You said it's probably 10 minutes. Yeah. 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 So when seconds count, uh, police officers in the state or in the city of Albuquerque are 10 minutes away. That, that's pretty much right. Okay. Although, the officer right. did turn down the wrong street. So. Oh, well, <laughs> got to kind of know the neighborhoods, right? Yeah. But they shift yeah. them now. They got to know the from, hood. They may got to move them from place to place anymore, right? Like the police officers work this beat. We're going to work uh, substation, the, se- the southeast yeah. substation. And then he gets transferred over to the Northeast substation. It's like they cycle him out of the danger zone. So isn't, that, isn't that what happens now? Pretty much. Yeah, they move yeah. officers around so they get a taste of what's happening. Oh, a taste. In the city. Hey, you know what? I really, I really, we don't need you working the beat anymore. We just want to give you kind of like kind of a taste of what's happening. Get to know, but you know, that way, if you don't know a beat or a section or working, uh, you know, what, what's, what's the definition of community policing? Um, you know, that's a pretty good question. Uh, well, and do you I know the like answer, know yes it. or no? No, I do not. Okay, the, the, the answer is very, very simply, building relationships with the people in the community. Community policing, having a police officer work the beat. Can you work a beat if you get shifted from one substation to another substation to another substation in the span of nine months? Uh, you can't really get to know the people, no. Huh? No, and you can't work the relationships and the crime that's happening in the area, right? Right. And okay. I did meet the officers that responded to that homicide. They were dynamite. They were top shelf all the way. I'm not looking for adulation. Don't yeah. you think uh, the police officers probably get enough breakfast and lunches by, bought for them? And hey, thank you for your service. Um, aren't we kind of like fed? Aren't we kind of fed up with all that? Oh, thanks for your service. Yeah. And, yeah I just, just want to be a police officer now just to be thanked for your service because you wear a uniform anymore. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, with rough. crime like this, what are we thanking them for? Uh, for being out there, I would oh. not want to be a police officer yeah, in well, this city. Right what does now? a police officer do when they show up on a crime scene? Uh, yeah really <laughs> uh, well i mean you're, I, I you're thanking know. them I mean, for their service what they, are you thanking well, I, them for being i uh, i want to know i've well i've i've seen them do some good work and uh, i didn't also, ask about the past I mean, it's like recently when they showed up how were they able to they attend? Were, their demeanor was excellent they were very uh, are professional. we asking for their you know their ability to go ahead and uh, perform in a way that's uh, reputationally uh you know uh, representative of the city of albuquerque no that's not but uh, they, I don't know. It, it's they, they you're were so used to lo- you're so used to praising and lauding them well, now that you just I, can't help but yeah, just kiss their asses. The blue. Right? I, I do back the blue, but I have I oh, we back the blue. We back so the blue. Long, Does the blue yeah. back the community? You know, um, are they incentivized to back the community? I think your your boots on the ground officers in the field are doing a good job. Yeah, I think they're the not. Administration. I think they're not because if oh, I was okay. a police officer and once I had qualified immunity and every one of them are out there and I have relationships with police officers. Guess what? It doesn't incentivize them to back the community. And that no. comes directly from Raul Torres, and it comes directly from Tim Keller, and they don't care. They want to hide all the crime that's out there, and they want to go ahead and get elected again. Back after a quick break. Swing the game. into the music. Swing into the music. Everything I wish I did, you know. Give me something. 
Martin here on a Friday. Murder Mike in here. Uh, we got to go ahead and kiss the police's ass all day long, right? Back to blue. And yet uh, we've got uh, how many murders? Murder Mike? We'll get to those in a sec. Uh, been doing everything I can. Trying to help yeah. you. I'll try to help you police officers. Uh, did you know we have uh, only about 832 police officers? That's that's not good. Not 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 good by any chance. I think we should have more like at least 1,200. Oh, wait, that's an interesting number. You know, it's I just pulled funny. it. Oh, you just pulled it out of your head? No, no. Actually, that's what uh, Tim Keller committed to. Yeah. Well, he committed to a lot of things like transparency with the radios, but that I didn't see that happen. When did he commit to that? Uh, on his platform when he was running for uh, Mary Promise, transparency in the police department. Why would that be something that anyone would have to commit to? I mean, isn't that since we can dial up any police department in the entire country? Why, why, why wouldn't, shouldn't, I mean, we exceeded, we were the very worst in all of 2020. Like what is wrong with this city? What's wrong with this, these people here? What's wrong with the, the people who, who like this crap? What's wrong with the Democrats? What's wrong with the people who run the state of New Mexico? I mean, what is wrong with them? I I think they have a bottom line, a hug a thug mentality for one. Okay. And, um, uh, and a goal to, uh, get better at not better. I shouldn't, that's the wrong word to have a higher position within politics. How does having more crime get you a higher position in politics? It doesn't, but making up for it does, I guess. I don't know. It's, it's well, really hard I, I to figure out. I, I just, All right. well, let's just get you on the numbers. Yeah. We'll, well, you know, I was, uh, just quickly, I was noticing that your last caller was men- mentioning how the protesters at UNM. I got the, I got the pictures. There's holes in the walls, the size of basketballs. They damaged, they broke windows. Uh, they slammed doors. They did, uh, everything. Yeah. Well, I, I think few people remember. They love that. They, <laughs> they love it. These, they say, these Satan, satanic humanists, they love that stuff. Yeah, man. <laughs> in, in we really of... disrupted that Tommy Laren. Oh, the cops man. didn't show up because I know who they are, and he's a pot smoker. How many, yeah. uh, how many, uh, how many police officers <laughs> do you think smoke pot? Um, back in my half? day, there was a few. Half? Mm, I wouldn't say half, but I would say there's. I think half. Hard to say. I think half, dude. Half that. I'd well, say that'll work. What do you say? Pot smoking. Pot smoking. Pot smoking popo. Pot smoking. Yeah, the popo. Yeah, the, the popo. And the popo. <laughs> Pot smoking. Well, in 70 and 71, the UNM also campus saw uh, unrest of a magnitude proportion. That's yeah. when the National Guard was called out and yeah. we had riots on the streets. It started in Yale Park. Yeah. They marched all the way down Central. Broke out every window at Gallus Cadillac. Anybody, anybody arrested? Uh, there may have been a handful of arrests, but at that time, Chief Larry Bird was the uh, chief of police. Are you, are you serious? And and he, he, had a, he had a he had a great baseline jumper. He yeah, well, he initiated. <laughs> anyway, all right. He, he initiated the shotgun patrol, oh, and that was yeah. the first time that. Uh, That's officer- a different sport. That's football. All right. Anyway, yeah. uh, anyway, yeah. let's go through all this. Uh, what is this, uh, Ramsey Lewis? Yeah. Uh, what is, what's all this about? I think that the, this past Monday. We're so, just uh, doing a tip of the hat to to black people. Is that what this is? No, he was a famed jazz pianist. Uh, yeah. do I, have you ever actually talked to people? Do they actually know something about jazz? Have you ever noticed that? Like, oh, Culturally, yeah, that's, a, that's a cool riff, man. Like, yeah. other than Miles Davis, kind of blue, or John Coltrane, a love supreme, or. I don't know, Billy Holiday or, you know, maybe Dave Brubeck. Da, 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 da. Like, I mean, does anybody really know anything about jazz? 
very few. I, you know, I don't, I don't think a lot of people do, but I mean, I heard it on NPR like four times this week. Oh, okay. Well, Michael Brasher was doing his pledge drive. Oh need boy. More money for, for the, uh, for the public radio right now. We're waiting <laughs> for your phone calls to keep public radio alive. Oh, I'm, uh, I'm not going to be able to make it home tonight. <clears throat> I'm going to be laughing so hard. The past Monday, September 12th, famed jazz pianist Ramsey Lewis. He was a cool cat. It was the coolest of cats. Um, I like uh, Oscar Peterson. Uh, just FYI. Right? Ramsey Lewis Trio. That's known Canadian. for his hit, uh, The In Crowd. That was a good piano key riff. So Walk up and down the street if you can. Well, you know, I'm a black guy. I don't know anything about Ramsey, and I know a lot about jazz. So I know a little bit about jazz. Oh, you, do you, know, do you know enough about to know about Ramsey Lewis? Yeah, like what's the ref? Yeah. What's what's the need to reference this? Uh, the Incrad is the, the famous song that I mentioned, but I can't think of any of his other songs right off the bat. <laughs> I I was putting this together, but you know, I, I how many songs of Boy George do you know? Do you really want to hurt me? Karma, 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 chameleon. Oh yeah. Will you also be doing like you know when Boy George dies of heroin overs? Will you be? I, I will. I will do that too. Okay, I appreciate. Well, that. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's. I, I give equal equal time to white people. Well, he's he's gay, cross dressing, transgender. Like, I just would like, I would like all the minorities properly represented. Murder Mike. Oh, we should. Okay. This, of course, this minority thing in Albuquerque is getting out of hand anyway. What? I think never so. enough. Well, I mean, you're a racist. You know that, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. you're white. Yeah, and I did it every Saturday and Friday and Saturday nights <laughs> on South New Bay. That was outrageous. We're throwing a cruise up and down the streets. All right. I had my hot Corvette. Boy, I could. Did you really? Yeah. The vet. I had a, a 63 split window coupe with a 327 double pumper. No hull. idea, man. You lost me. It was it, a uh, bad something bad or other. No seat. idea. I couldn't. I couldn't care less about a car, but I'm oh, glad somebody does. Boat. Yeah. I was a car. I've always been a. A car guy, always yeah. have been, always will be. Yeah, I've had, I probably have had over 200 cars in my lifetime. She was a fast machine. She kept her motor clean. Yeah, there you there go. You go. All, right, there we go. All right, other news ending uh, uh, with the Santa Fe report. Let's just check in very quickly. What's happening up north? Uh, is it bad up there with the silver-haired Tony? Well, we're going to get to that in a second okay. because we're going to start with the, this past week. Okay. We saw a spike in violent crime as Ooh. four more homicides were reported. Okay. Beginning with last Saturday afternoon, September 10th, APD responded to reports of shots fired and a possible shooting in the area of Yucca and Central. Okay. Uh, then late Saturday afternoon, September, uh, oh boy, you know what? My printer did a double thing. Upon arrival, they located a deceased male later identified as 27-year-old Leon Rossi, no address given, suffering from multiple gunshot wounds. Are you sure, are you sure it's not Yazi? Uh, the way I saw it, it was Rosy, but it, I saw it spelled with an R-O-Z-Z-I, but I, I've never seen that, that name be, in my life. I'm very likely Italian. Yeah. Somebody by the name of Leon. Yeah. Leon Rosy. That just doesn't go together, you know? Yeah. So we'll say Leon Yazzie. Okay. So, right? We'll go over that until I can yeah. get a correction on that. Uh, and then, and then later in the week, this, this past Wednesday and Thursday uh -huh. evening. Uh, late late Wednesday evening and early Thursday morning, three more shootings occurred, resulting in homicide. Late Wednesday night at or around 11.30 p.m., yep. APD responded to a reported shooting at an address on Cougar Lane. Cougar. 
That's in the Four Hills Mobile Home Park, just south of Wandavo oh, and wow. Central. Never think of anything happening there. Yeah. It's a joke. Yeah, I gotcha. <laughs> Embrace the irony and the sarcasm. Well, when Eunice arrived on scene, they found an unknown age male who had been shot who had been shot to death. A suspect in this case has been identified as Louis Telesco, no age given. Then an hour late, hour and a half later at 1 a.m., AFR was dispatched to the 200 block of Espanola North. There it is. All right. There you go. Now we're in the zone. In reference to a down and out male in the street with questionable life signs. When rescue- and, you, and you heard that call. AFR. Yes, I did. I yeah, heard because that. it went to AFR. It went to AFR. He's down and out. Yeah, because when they got He's there, not waking up. Well, then they thought it was a heart attack. And then that, when they started triaging the victim, they found that he had gunshot wounds. And, and he got up after triaging him. He had blood in his mouth trying to give him CPR. <laughs> I've That's done gross. That. You've done that, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, isn't that what the, the horse story you guys will talk about as paramedics? The what now? You guys go and give them uh, mouth-to-mouth CPR and they end up they're coughing up to, blood? Then, yeah. I've, I've had that happen, yes. And uh, also stomach contents but you know oh, hey if you give them a lip lock you're on there for life oh yeah know? baby look at that i love life well when rescue units arrived on the scene they quickly determined the man was deceased suffering mm. from one or more gunshot wounds okay. and apd's violent crime unit was notified and the investigation that's it same thing the boys in blue board. are there to file the report there you go there you go then less than an hour later apd responded to get another shot fire call this one in the northeast area command at the Mission Hill Apartments, and yeah. they're located at 10,000 Manal Northeast. This is a problem property. I How think, is that crap hole these days? Uh, it's not good. That's a real, that's a it's real. It's a sh- nice looking property. Oh my gosh, so nice. But I mean, you know, when you go in you there. You could use the pool like one month a year. <laughs> the time they clean it. If right? you're lucky. The jets don't work. Yeah, if you're lucky. <laughs> <laughs> well, when officers arrived, they found 65-year-old William Lee Bensil. Bensil. Shot uh, to death Bill in Benzel. his vehicle. Oh, wow. No suspects in this case, and the investigation is ongoing. I'm sure they'll solve that soon. And then, and then, of course, in other news in Albuquerque, and this kind of dates back a little bit, so I'm sure people might have heard of it, but I want, I brought it up just in case because it was such a, a big crunch on, on crime and drugs in Albuquerque. Was that, it was it really now? Or yeah. was it Michelle Lujan Grisham just sort of, you know, bailing out them so Los Paz could have a, a bigger share again? They needed to pay the bill. Got to get, get ready for Christmas. Could be because the FBI was really praising it as, oh. as one of the best. Oh, drug busts. the FBI, they're always on top. Uh, they're, I mean, you got to believe the FBI. Oh, you know. great guys, man. Those guys are stand up, stand up guys, stand up guys, stand up, so down. stand up. Yeah. Well, on Thursday, September 1st, the FBI's violent crime task force, along with multiple law enforcement agencies and SWAT teams from Albuquerque, El Paso, and Denver, Ooh. conducted a targeted sweep in the Albuquerque area and the Bernalillo County MDC. With 16 federal search warrants in hand, the FBI. Wow, that's impressive, that number. Along with local. So big. (laughs) They're doing such a bang up job. Back after a quick break, uh, we'll pick it up with uh, the drug bust. This is the drug bust. I see you're here helping out Michelle Lujan Grisham with all that. She's really cleaning up crime, boy. No, she's not doing it. Oh my gosh. Oh, it's the FBI, the ATF. ATF, FBI. ABC. One, two, three. Back up a quick break here in the queue.
533 here on a Friday afternoon. Hanging out with my good friend, Murder Mike. How long have we known each other? Oh, there you are. Sorry, I got to turn on your mic. Not long enough for me to remember to turn on your mic. Uh, yeah. The murder mic. <laughs> dementia, you know what the first two things they say dementia about Joe. dementia? The first two things you lose when you get old are your memory, mm-hmm. and I forgot what the other one was. Very funny. That is good. I think that's a that's a solid joke. That's solid. That is a solid joke. You have to remind me that about that because tomorrow I'll probably tell the same thing, forgetting that I told it the first time. Nice follow up. (laughs) This is really good. You might want to try the radio. Yeah. Have you want to try radio? You want to try being on radio one day? Uh, I I would like that. Yeah, I think we should try that. That's pretty. I've heard you. Radio be fun. Keep it conversational. Keep moving. Yeah. Ten years. Ten years. Kind of fluid on the topics. He's kind of bouncing around, but yet kind of keeping the strain going how does he do that i don't know how he gives that good radio man i started in radio eddie in yeah. 1969 here in albuquerque i was a midnight to six jock on krst 92.3 stereo <laughs> fm yep in that back murder in the day the were, you, were you murder mike gone. back then did somebody name you murder mike back then too? nope you're the only one that's i'm the only that, person that, well are you very title. proud of that yeah I'm very how bad is how, how bad how bad is my radio station my radio show compared to everybody in the situation um, actually, it, I would put it on the other other side of the scale. Is how good is it? Because I have listened to other stations. I you know I like to to listen to what other people are talking about. Yeah. Get a, a you know well rounded. But you're yeah. No, I, I actually even enjoy my own show. So I would say that you know it took me a while to get good. But the only way I got good is because I listened to so much bad radio in my life, and I know what good radio is. So yeah, you know. and, and bad radio is starting to seep in more and more. It's everywhere, man. It's there. Oh, I got a podcast. That's something that Let's pick it up with uh, with the with the big PR stunt uh, by the FBI, the CIA, the the Gobaneros, the ATF. All of them. They came and they they broke the doors down so all my (laughs) (laughs) there you go. So all my cousins could get free pot for the next couple years and fentanyl for the rest of their lives. He's at the methadone clinic every month. I won't even have to feed him anymore. This will be good in the long run. This is the best thing for the family. We have Joy Junction helps us out on one side. We have the St. Vincent's to Paul's help us on the other side. And in the meantime, my kids are going to get the Section 8 and all of the stuff. We'll be good to go. That's right. They said they'll take care of me. It pays to be homeless in this town, which we'll talk about later. Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. I like that. A a report. A report report is pending. All right. Well, here we go. Yeah, Uh, start start from the top again. Go ahead. uh, With 16 federal search warrants in hand, Mm. the FBI, along with local and state law enforcement officers seized over, get this, one million fentanyl pills. I can never spell fentanyl every time I Google search it. It's for what I don't know what the heck happens to me. That's the only word I cannot spell. And I was spelling bee champion, but get to you. That, that's a hard one because I don't know why. I don't know why. I have to think of Tylenol every time I spell it. Go ahead. Okay, and they seized fent- uh, one million fentanyl pills. Other items seized were one hundred and forty-two pounds of methamphetamines 37 firearms middle-aged woman of methamphetamines huh <laughs> wow whoa that's a lot of drugs boy that's a lot of drugs man I'm, I'm telling you that that seizure <laughs> in the fentanyl category alone is enough to kill thousands of people in one shot millions so, yeah millions a million well it, a million will create it down and the tab tablets I you guess break they, those up. They, yeah, they crush five them up ways. They, yeah. they put them in. Uh, they 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 cook them on the, the foil, right? I guess. Are I, we going to stop? Sure done I know we stopped selling Krylon back in the '80s. Remember that? And they start to the, the the graffiti got too bad. 
Oh, oh, yeah, Joker. Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah our Berlin yeah. County Commissioner Joker. Joker. Yeah, he was. They had to keep the. It, are we going to stop selling aluminum foil so they can stop breaking? Nope. The All right, continue. Steel Actually, they, they they break off. People come to their car and they see their old uh, AM FM car antenna radio antennas broken off. Uh huh. They they break them off and they cut them up into little three and four inch sections. Yeah, those guys are creative little bastards. It's the steel wool in the end. Wow. Along with the the drugs huh. and spark it. Wow, the brain still works after getting or or no. necessity is a mother invention. Well, you know that that, that commercial. You, this is your brain on drugs and it yeah. shows the eggs. That is exactly what happens when you smoke this stuff. It okay. will kill you. It is yeah. cut with embalming fluid. Oh, and okay. That's uh, nice. yeah. Well, why can't it kill these people who get hooked on it quicker? They're not dosing themselves before they high go enough. and kill somebody else. They're not dosing themselves high enough. Oh, okay. You know, because it uh, a couple of grams, a couple of grains of salt. Uh, they say yeah. that, but that's not true. Well, when not true, not true. No. Well, it doesn't take much, I know. It doesn't take much for me to ride around on my scooter and consult with a few people, and I ask them, and there you go. Seriously, Got well, go. that's good. That's, that's in good the community. Know. There it is. All right, all right. So anyway, blah blah blah. Oh, There's still the thirty-seven oh. firearms, mm-hmm. nine ballistic vests, bulletproof vests, eight uh, baseball ballistic baseball caps. I had never even heard of that. Uh, a ballistic baseball cap. I guess that way, you if you get a headshot, they can't do it. That's what it says. Two hand grenades. Hey, that's awesome. (laughs) It's an explosive topic. Six vehicles, including two that were stolen. And get this, $1.8 million in cold cash. So that that was a a sizable drug bust. But that man, boy. All right. Let's talk about homelessness. All right. Well, let's move into the... uh, we're going to be following that story. Quickly. Yeah, yeah. Let's uh... homelessness in Albuquerque. The New Mexico Coalition to End Homelessness reports that more than one thousand three hundred. Does that people... coalition uh, omit the mayor and various other Democrats uh, in the city of Albuquerque? I don't know where that comes from. I yeah. should have been more coalition. It, it, I got Sounds it from powerful. The, it sounds the coalition. The coalition. We're coming to take care of homeless for Albuquerque. Yeah, and then they want to. Is this the this the cleanup crew for the Blin Fiesta? Oh my God. Albuquerque's so beautiful. I want to move there. <laughs> yeah. what they should Come here before there. September 15th, sir. And get a tent and wait in line. <laughs> oh, the tents are everywhere, man. Everywhere. I was on San Mateo and Central this morning. I'm like, looking, I'm like, what in the hell? What is going on over here? Yeah, and that's like literally two blocks. Right across the street from the old octopus car wash. Now it's owned by the, uh, the Chinese. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, well, all up and down Central now, like all of the yeah, good I, restaurants, the upscale restaurants have shut down. Places, I know the motels. Places like Zinc and Matanza and all these really nice places. And, you know, everything's yeah. everything's either a tattoo shop, a barber shop, a, a Mexican shop. restaurant, a pawn shop, or a Chinese restaurant. How yeah. many different noodles places can and we And small shops. Have? Small shops that sell accessories and paraphernalia. Yeah. Not a lot of those. But I have... I just found out uh, last night when I was coming home yeah. very late uh-huh. that right around the corner in the alley from me, there's a like about an eight to ten person homeless camp developing right behind my nice. shop. So you, you 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 take them stuff, or do they just come and take from you? Uh, they usually try to come and take from me, but <laughs> usually they see this thing in my left okay, hand. They're homeless. <laughs> when you're homeless, can you imagine being a transgender gay homeless person uh, who's black? I mean, can you imagine what you could possibly do in this city? 
boy. You could literally get away with murder. Hey! Oh, 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 uh, all right, let's get into mayor. homelessness. <laughs> or become mayor. Probably. Homelessness in Albuquerque. Let's talk about it. 1,300 people were living on the streets. That's a round number. I don't trust I don't trust that last January. That, that is a round number. Yeah. I, mean, you know, and, I don't like uh, round anything. Realistically, though, the numbers are probably much higher if not okay. all people were able to be counted. Hmm. And now current data. Wait, wait, did they say that? That's what they say. That's oh, okay. I got it from the, again. I'm it's hard to gauge them all when they're moving around so quickly. Yeah. And they don't know they're <laughs> well, current data from the nonprofit suggests that more than 200 to I'm correction. Sorry about that. More than 2,800 individuals are on the streets with less than 20 with 21% or more. That's, 600 of them coming from out of state. So uh, there's more than that, but that's cool. I think so. Yeah, we're good. Again, at the Coalition for Homelessness. I know. You know I can tell. We're getting conservative yeah. numbers. We know it's a lot worse. We both. We know. We know. And well, and then moving on to this from Santa Fe, this coming out of Santa Fe, five people were shot early Sunday Ooh, morning. Santa all Fe? attending a, yeah, a birthday party. What are they doing? A, is it a, a sex, uh, one of their strange silver hair ponytail crowds? Some guy got a little, he didn't like. Somebody finally messing with his wife at their open. and or girlfriend or yeah. both. You yeah. know. It, who knows what goes on up there? It's all strange. They, they never, the victims, including three juveniles and two adults, were treated at local hospitals with non-life-threatening injuries. Events leading up to the shootings, as well as offender okay. information, has not been released. Well, if anybody dies anymore, if you get shot and you survive, like I don't even know if it's reportable. You know, I don't know. You know, when I went to like school, if someone gets shot, like really. It used to be, it used to actually. Yeah, it used to be a thing. I don't yeah. think so. No, we just got to count the bodies. Yeah. No, I mean. But uh, we, we never get the 10-7 references. We never, we never did. Yeah. There's the follow-up. That was amazing. They came up the other day. It was like, oh, Murder Mike and Eddie Aragon are going to be on it. Uh, I know they're going to follow up on this with 10-7. I said it was 10-7 at the time. That's right. We were, we we're the first to report a lot of things that uh, either yeah, isn't we covered We can't be or, first anymore. Well. We're working on. There's other ways, you know. There's always. Yeah. A, are you you care I'm to tell me what on, those are? I'm working on a ways. I'm I'm just probing every engineer, every everybody I know yeah. to see if there's some kind of way to get it in encryption. You've got uh, some numbers here pre three murder on Wednesday at uh, what were you sitting at? Well, let's see here. Uh, first of all, uh, in the in the past week there was thirteen shots fired. One shooting. Oh my gosh! And there's so many more shots fired. That's thir- I know. There's 13 shots fired in the next two hours. That's usually the case. I know, and these numbers are. Who's giving you these numbers? Who's feeding you this crap? This is from crime mapping from yeah, APD. Tell them to go pound sand. This yeah. is just lies. Well, that's probably lies. what they're doing is pounding sand. That's why they can't get, come up with the right numbers. Pounding sand. I know this is incorrect, but well, then how can we report this crap? Well, because you're getting it. Straight from the city, so that kind of gives you an idea of where the city is at as far as uh, straight, covering straight up from the city. All right, I got it. Yeah, I, I, I tried to not to enunciate that would do well. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, city, I don't and, know yeah. what you're talking about. Gotcha. Okay. And uh, there was 27 aggravated ass- with bad. We got to teach assaults. you how to do radio. There's ways to sort of skirt things. I, 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 okay, I'm we'll trying try to try that you. sometime. Yeah. <laughs> As long as you're not trying drugs in here. No, I won't try any. Don't All right, back drugs. after a quick break. Uh, more on the stats here on this uh, Freaky Friday here with Murder Mike. Thanks for listening.
it here. One hour to go. My name is Henry Kiabibikinadasabrakotalk.com. Murder Mike here is to do hanging out. Am I going to grab you a pizza when we're all done with this? You liked that pizza last week. Oh, that was You carted me and my kids to the, uh, they loved uh, cruising around. Oh, with the radio. Cruising in the streets in my six four. Yeah, you were uh, uh, taking us uh, to the Lobos. The Lobos are good this year, no? Yeah, how did that game turn out? Uh, I never caught that. Well. But, uh, yeah. Okay, moving right along. Yeah, moving right along. <laughs> <laughs> the Lobos, <laughs> e, we suck again. What's happening? <laughs> no, uh, the Lobos did okay. Uh, we had. We were sitting, we had Euchre seats right front row, front row, must really? be sitting in the front. Yeah, we did sit in the front row on the opposition side. And then I just, you know, I took my kids and we just kind of carted around, um, bought them some souvenirs, you know, they all got right. the, the Lobo shirt and all that kind of stuff. That's outstanding. Yeah. They had a lot of fun in the back of the vehicle. I know that. Yeah, they did. Well, there's no seatbelts, uh, no, no seat restrictions, belt, no, yeah, restrictions. no masks. And they, no, they got to inhale, they got to inhale lots of tobacco. Oh and, yeah. And yeah. I'm, boy, boy, yeah. yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I'm gonna get you to quit smoking one way or the you other. Are, boy, I'm, and I'm working on it too. I'm, Have I not I'm, been on you since day one? Uh, just about for yeah. Just, yeah, but you know what? I'm, I love you. Got mad love for you, dog. I know you do. I'm, I'm, you're, you're my top shelf G. Oh wow, I like that. I hey. like where we're going with this. Especially <laughs> yeah. going in the yeah the final uh, week of summer here. Final week of yeah, summer. There it is. The final final weekend of summer and uh it's been a deadly one right oh it has as been. the murders heat as the as the weather heats up the murders heat really up. turn it on and uh boy it's been a murderous summer let's let's take a look at the numbers let's get to the actual sort of a broader look uh month to month uh, did you did you track those month to month things again for me uh i worked on i looked for it and damn I, it. I can't damn find it. it damn it murder mike I, i'm trying to find it and uh Paper, paper. You know, I just need to see a graph one time and I can talk about it for 10 minutes. But yeah, this is, this is uh, no bueno for me. This isn't going to work. So let me toss these aside and I'll do the math myself. All right, here we go. June 15, July 10, August 14, uh, 24, carry the 139, September 41, plus the three. We're at 44 over the last three months. murder mike uh looking at the first part of the year uh if you will i should should we go fours so may june july august right then we'll go uh basically january through april so let's go 19 and 9 that uh, gives us 28 six oh nice nice job on our march that was a really good really really healthy march 34 plus another six in april that gives us 40 so 40 in the first four, 44 in the second four, according to the stuff, uh, with another three. But uh, we've got a lot of other things that haven't been yet reported. Uh, ABQ Raw reporting, are they at about 120 right now, I believe, on their numbers? We are, and we are pretty close to that because before they turned off the scanners, when we were doing the reports. Yeah. We were always five homicides ahead of the actual numbers. Okay. Yeah, well, I do remember that. So I reported 113 based upon my count, which I keep on the whiteboard back there. But uh, you've got, uh, looks like you've got 110. Is that about right? Uh, we're looking at, let's see here. Um, there was, I have a total of 98 uh, total homicides year to date. Yeah. This week was five, bringing us up to 103 and five that were uh, unaccounted for. Okay. So there we go. 108. There. Okay. You're at 108. There we are. 108. I'm at 113. The and then Mur- and then uh, ABQ is at 120. So on this pace, this feverish pace, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40 versus 44 plus another 40, we're going to end up uh, at a cool, a 
according to them, 122, 120, which is right where they want to be, which is what I imagine the reason why we're not getting the scanners because we're not going to be able to track all the uh, things right. that are all, all out there. So people should know that. And again, I contacted the mayor. Yes, they got his cell phone number. Yes, I can reach out to him. Uh, and yes, he did not respond. Uh, they said they're legal involved in this sort of uh, where we'll, we'll, we'll leave it. Um, we don't want Albuquerque to get worse than this. But unfortunately, it is going to get worse. It is, it's going it to be impo- it's going to be next to impossible to report on the real numbers as well. Correct. That's correct. As as of whatever day they took the scanners away, we can no longer we no longer have the ability to give any kind of accurate accounting of, of what's happening in Albuquerque in any category. Whether it's and again, you've been tracking shooting. this stuff for more than fifty years. Sixty years. Fifty years. I started when I was twelve, and I'm now I'll be seventy two this coming January. 72. Yep. Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what I want to do when I'm going to grow up, you know? <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm working on it. I'm pushing the cool 72 and, you know. Safe fair time has traditionally been a time when there's been more murders, more violence, more assaults. Again. Why is that? We are unable to hear what's going on at the fair. I understand, oh, but fuck. traditionally it has oh. been. I mean, I, I know that we're going sort of looking back. Right. Right. Um, the fair is, uh, gosh, is for as long as I can remember, just about ever since high school, um, the gangs would, would meet on the midway and it was, there was a lot of racial tension back in the, in the sixties and seventies, uh, between the Hispanics and the whites and the blacks. It was three groups, the businessmen, the, uh, the businessmen, they were a black group, black gang, the businessmen, the, the businessmen, that's what they call themselves. That was a black gang in Albuquerque in the early sixties. <laughs> I don't know. They wore top hats and walked with a little stick. And, okay. Yeah, awesome, whatever you got. Hey, awesome. I, I I made it a point to be friends with all of them, so I wouldn't get get Brothers killed. Be look, brother know. be looking sharp in here. Yeah. yeah. Yo, no, what about the Hispanics? What were they? Uh, I forgot the name of them. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, you didn't pay attention to the Hispanics. I think you didn't get your note. I didn't pay attention to the yeah. Hispanics. You know, yeah, I mean, they're only the dominant race in Albuquerque. <laughs> so, <laughs> they sort of blend in with all, they, they blend in with the blacks on the way. Yeah. I mean, but, I, but traditionally overall speaking about everything, when you're looking at, you know, the sort of heightened assaults and it's this time of year, right before we clean up all the homeless people, right. That has always been the case, right? That's I mean, correct. And yes. now we just reopened the state fair. Uh, the numbers were down 41%. I want to say roughly, I think year over year last, no a year over two years. Cause it was, a, we had a, COVID-19, we were open. 20, not open. 21, really not open. So since 19 to 21, when we quasi-opened, we were down 41%. Uh, This year seems to be, I think, a little bit better. But that, of course, brings in a lot of unwanted attention. That's correct. Okay. And and you'll notice now that they close the midway at 10 o'clock. Nine o'clock during the week, 10 o'clock on weekends. Was it ever open any later? I don't Uh, know. It used to be open to midnight. Yeah. Whatever time the Indian taco... uh, you know, stand closes. I'm usually out. Whenever you see the white smoke coming out, <laughs> yeah. You know, I used to collect those uh, rock mirrors. Remember that? The you know, Aerosmith dude looks like a lady. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I used yeah. to collect all those rock mirrors. You throw the dart at the balloon, you pay a dollar. You know. Oh okay. Yeah, I was a teddy bear yeah. guy. You know. Boom, oh boom. yeah. You are. Kind I of never cool. won them, but I mean, I tried. <laughs> I, then I found out that the games were rigged. I, did when you I say I never carnage. won them? I know. What are you? You're, what are you from New Mexico? A born and raised. <laughs> I never won him. I never won. Yeah, you're like so New Mexico. 
<laughs> still no. Mexican. Yeah, yeah, it really is. But yeah, I worked at the fair one year when I was about 16 as, as a carny. I worked at a psychedelic yeah. light show, you know, for half a green. You yeah. two can make the scene, but only on the inside. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. Is that cool? Are you going to head back out there with the, no. uh, with the wife? Nope. No? No intention. Oh. You know, they used to have construction equipment you live tractors. literally a block away from the from the fair pretty close to that yeah yeah why why wouldn't you go there um because i don't want to die at an early age i i just don't think it's safe okay um and there's i i i have my uncle owned all the property uh ruben sanchez owned all the properties on the four corners of the fair Oh, is that right? Yeah, with the wall, the wall greens and all that. Right. You know that right. that CVS is now defunct CVS over uh -huh. at Louisiana and Central, right there. Yeah, he sold that for millions of dollars. I bet. <laughs> and now it's I shut bet. down. Yeah. It's all boarded up and shut down. The only thing that's open is Cielito Lindo, the seafood uh, Mexican place, which is, I, by the way, good mariscos. I'm. It must be because every time I go by there, that parking lot is jam packed. Oh, they yeah. must be having the the, the the camions with the llanteras. They're all right there. So. Oh, okay. Yep. There's oh, another yeah. little place on Wyoming that's pretty good too. I forgot the name of it, but it's uh, north of Central, about three blocks on the west side of the street. Okay. Yeah. Well, don't give them a free plug because. We've got the special Cinco de Mayo tonight. I want to go ahead and plug that for those of you. You can go to Taco Tote. That is uh, going to be very cool uh, tonight. Uh, I know Rudy sent this uh, to me. He wanted me to be, do a big plug. So if you want to support our radio station, you can get some horchata and uh, fill that gut full of, uh, ooh, carne asada. You like carne asada? I love it. Yeah, well, I, uh, love it. I want you to get it over, uh, over at uh, Taco Tote across from the Highland Theater, which is, you know, that's where I know you, you grew up there. I right? grew up there. In fact, I went in Taco Asote, uh, when, in fact, when Rudy was, did you say here, Taco Asote? Uh, what's it Taco Tote. Taco Asote. But Taco they, were closing, tote. they were closing it. I couldn't get in to get an order in. So okay, we missed out, but we're yeah. going to go back for sure. All right. Uh, here we go. Claudia and Jesus from Taco Tote. They said, we're going to have mariachis this Friday. That's tonight because Mexican Independence Day from seven to nine. Why don't we go over there? That's a lot better. Uh, perhaps we could mention band. it. Yep. Sorry for the lateness of the text. Taco, Taco Tote is central across from the Highland Theater. There it is. There's a lot of it's, things from the, across from the Highland Theater. But yeah. There you go. Head on over. It's great. Carne asada. Uh, I went to a taco stand a couple of weeks ago. I'll plug it one more time. But I went to a taco, all the competitive taco uh, trucks. Right. Up on, uh, I think it was like Central and Unser. I think it was Central and Unser is where I was at. Oh, me and the boys were just like rifling through like all of that stuff. And. We, and some of them are like, you know, handing out the cards, like on, you know, Vegas style, like, like on the strip, whatever. Oh, well. And okay. yeah, we just showed up over there. Um, somebody was serving Thres Leches, but of course they were out. And then they served all of the, you know, Camarones and the, you know, it was amazing. And we just basically just got four dry carne asada tacos. And the guy came out like three times who really? cooked all the meat, you know, and I love Sanchez tacos. Those are always good, right? Uh-huh. But let me tell you, this guy, like, his, he wanted to know. He asked me three times how, how much I loved it. And I said, I really love it. I'll be back. So there you go. There you go. Do your little tacos. So I hope to keep it safe in Albuquerque this weekend. Back after the quick break. Third hour up next. in the 505 with more 411 here for the third hour 
Betty Rigg on the Rock of Talk. AM 1600 KIV, ABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com, Roku TV, Amazon Fire, Apple TV. Hey, let's not forget, you can also uh, catch us on the apps as well, rockoftalk.tv, rockoftalk.com, and uh, subscribe at rockoftalk.chat. Dowd's uh, hanging out with his, as he likes to refer to his girls. You a dog owner there, Murder Mike? You're going to hang out here? You, you just want to hear the Espa Blotto so uh, Espa blotter so bad you want to stick around. Got to hear the Espa blotter. Why, why do people like that so much? What is it? I just uh, Dowd like eggs me on. He's continually like pushing me towards doing eggs the Espa blotter. <laughs> I permit there. I thought you were talking about a new kind of dish. And then we have some bacon Espa with blotter. eggs me on. You know? Espa that doesn't sound good. I know it didn't. No, like, like what would that be? I have no idea, but whatever it, sounds it is. Sounds like rice with a you know boiled egg on top or something like that. Oh, okay. So as we're hitting this, so we're going to sort of cover, and I kind of want to get people on board and maybe try this weekend to do some new media consumption, okay? And we're going to a friend. Uh, I think she's a great person. And, you know, we try to get people on new patterns. And I realize, like, you don't have a whole lot of time to sort of read things all the time. And, uh, you know, I oftentimes quip that, you know, John F. Kennedy used to read four newspapers in 20 minutes. Do you believe that? Man, I can't even read. Do you know who lines. the fastest reader actually measured? Evelyn Woodward. Do you remember that? Evelyn Woodward. Speed reading. Speed, Speed reading. reading yeah, yes. yeah. So I, my um, partner in commercial real estate, she was a savant, like totally nutty, but completely dysfunctional. Um, her name was Rebecca Lin. Um, Lin and she had a real Chinese name. And her parents were like so committed to like, doing stuff. She married Alfred Lynn, one of the founders of Zappos, uh, which uh, was kind of interesting. And she would bring books to digest. I, literally, you ever seen someone consume and just be able to just like flip a page and like literally retain. So she graduated top of her class from the uh, Harvard University. That's crazy. Really? Man. Yeah. And chemistry, right? And she was supposed to be a doctor, but she ended up being a commercial real estate sort of you know, partner slash assistant. You know, we did a lot of commercial real estate deals when we were in Vegas. But right. um, long story short, she was like incredibly capable of sort of consuming large, large, large amounts of books. Just what she did. She's the one who introduced me to uh, Boba T. But, you know, I digress. And all of this, uh, the, the one president, and you want your presidents to be well-read. You want your presidents, your leaders to have like not have heard it from somebody else or like John F. Kennedy and Jimmy, Jimmy Carter. Yeah, Jimmy, do you remember Jimmy Carter? Yeah. Jimmy I'm, Carter was the fastest reader of all the presidents. Yeah. I'll be darned. One of the most accomplished presidents uh, was Richard Nixon. Military. Yes. I mean, educationally. I mean, the man just got it together. He got the JD, uh, JD from Duke University. I mean, he was just a really smart guys. And then I don't know what happened. I mean, once. Once you brought in, uh, <clears throat> I don't know. I'm not trying to knock Ronnie Reagan, but it wasn't about education anymore. I mean, Bill Clinton oh, did not have, you know, he had yeah. his stuff going. Like, you know, it just, yeah, it was, was less about education and more about style, right? Yeah, Substance was, was pre-1980, you know, uh, post-1980 seemed to be more style, right? Kennedy, you know, that, that was. You won't get that again. Never. I don't think we will. Yeah. But I remember him very well. I remember the day he was assassinated. I was in seventh grade. Yeah. Well, you know, I recently went to Dallas, and I finally went to uh, you know see my sister, uh -huh. and uh, I went uh, there. I was right there on Elm. It's the nightmare on Elm Street. I don't know. Did you know that he was killed <laughs> on Elm Street? 
uh, I knew he was. No, I did not. As a matter yeah, of fact, I knew yeah. the, the book depository and the grassy knoll. The and book depository the whole, is angling oh down, but there's like six buildings surrounding that area as you're going down. Like it's, it would have been impossible for him to miss. And the grassy knoll is, you know, sort of, you know, pretty shallow and all right. of that. And, uh, you know, that is obviously one of those seminal dates like 9-11 or anything else that, that's there. And that was a, that was a man point. who challenged his own government. Oftentimes people have remarked uh, that he was taken out because he wanted to take out the three-letter agencies. And now we're sort of seeing, you know, that very thing. And I think the man was incredibly accomplished and incredibly well-read. He was an amazing politician in that he was able to sort of maintain sort of this levity at the very same time that he was maintaining so many other things. Like right. Did, you know. He had a style about him. Oh, it's unfortunate uh, when I think about Marilyn Monroe. It's yes. a sad thing. But, you know, I mean, that's just a different time, you know, sort of overall. But these are people who consume newspapers. They didn't have the uh, ability. When I used to prepare my presidential, you know, briefs, when I was doing the presidential campaign for Wesley Clark, like I had to read through, I was responsible for five newspapers. And I had to put all of the information in a military briefing so that the man would be able to walk away and look at basically a page with bullet points so that he'd walk away knowing that, you know, he was fully informed. That right? is amazing. I mean, yeah, you had to do it. And I was up at five and by eight o'clock, we're all sitting in there and the speech writers were there because the speech writers right. are going to lift the information off of what we had consumed from the five pages that we prepared. We had to be up to do it. It didn't matter if we stayed up until midnight the, the previous night having a good time in Little Rock and, you know, doing all the things that we uh -huh. were doing. I mean, we had to have our stuff prepared. And, and sure enough, the papers would be delivered for 4.30, 5 a.m. We'd get all the papers. They'd show up. And all the people that were involved with our campaign were all Clinton. They were all Clinton people. Really? I mean, yeah, they, this, uh, this Jewish guy who, who died, who was heading up ours, was, was he was controlled opposition. He was made to make... Wesley Clark lose, as I've talked about this in the past, but, you know, we had all of our information. They dropped that on us. You know, we sort of paved our way because we were looking for a position within a power influence, if you will. And I was running three states. So I prepared my stuff. So I think I had the Albuquerque journal. Um, I think I had the, um, the Dallas morning news. Denver. No, I didn't do Denver post because it wasn't sort of out of play. We were focused on the, the the papers that were going on where you're going and where he I was doing the advance work. Oh, okay. What he's doing. So you'd prepare this information and like boom, here it is. So your guy would walk away with a sort of full spectrum idea about what's happening across the country or in the areas that he was campaigning. Oh so God, yeah, okay. so everyone's like a quick study and they get that kind of stuff done and that's what that's what he did. And uh, he wasn't a a brilliant uh, politician, but he was good. Uh -huh. He was on top of his stuff because we made him that way. And uh, I wanted today, before we get to the fun part of the remainder of the show, to try and help people along with, you know, some good subscriptions with some things that people can spend. And I sort of run the tally. You know, Wall Street Journal is expensive a month. You're spending 20 bucks a month. But when I was in college, somebody taught me how to read the Wall Street Journal and to do it within 20 minutes. What's huh. news, what's world, what's market, and then just sort of kind of top of your picture. So I thought I would share that this week because I was sort of helping somebody else out, um, you know, this week with that. How to right. get when you don't have much time to get through all the news so that you can be prepared and feel like you have an understanding of the world. That would be very helpful in my category. Too. Wouldn't it? Yeah. So I think everybody is short of yeah. time. Uh, people don't know how to get, you know, the information that they need. And 
I would urge you to subscribe to as much left as as much right. You need to subscribe to the New York Times and The Economist. Those are left of center, okay? I would urge you to subscribe to the Wall Street Journal, okay? And that's big. And the Epic Times, which are, in my opinion, Epic Times is more right. And then the Wall Street Journal is right of center. So you have like sort of those two covered. Uh, you definitely want to pick up uh, the Financial Times. Uh, if you can do that, it's the pink paper. But if you don't, it's not a big deal because you already have the Wall Street Journal. And then you want to pick up a couple of regional papers, uh, papers, the Denver Post and the, the Dallas Morning News. And that will really serve you well. Now, on the, um, <clears throat> this is really important for all of you out there. I subscribe to the Daily Caller, but I'd also get the free app, which is one of the most popular that's out there, which is Newsbreak. And uh, the Newsbreak is is very good. because. Do you use Newsbreak? Yes. I yeah, do. most people do. I think it's like number three, number four, number five app, depending upon the day. But long story short, what you do get is you get all the topical information, even if you can't get to the entire article. And instead of having to go to KRQE, KOAT, you know, KOB, and then all the other stuff, these this is like a feeder, an aggregator of all the news that's out there. So all in all, you'll spend $100 a month. You'll be fully informed, and I can teach you how to get through it all in about two hours and you'll be fully informed with what's going on and scan the headlines, read the first few lines, get some information. I'd spend an inordinate amount of time, unfortunately, uh, consuming uh, many more of these articles, but that's something that you can do. So if you've took those, you have a pretty good understanding of what's happening out there. Back after a quick break here in the Kiva on AM 1600 K, I got to tell you, I love the daily caller. In fact, you know what? We're commercial free this hour. I forgot. Oh uh, yeah, normally Dow's with us with the with a data dump. Yeah. You want He's to call? hanging out with his girls. Yes, he is definitely hanging out with his girls. But um, here's the top five uh, stories here from the Daily Caller. Daily Caller is different from the Daily Wire. Um, ben Shapiro runs the Daily Wire. Uh, Wire Daily Caller is run by Tucker Carlson. The depth. And the breadth of what you get out of the Daily Caller is so much better than what you could ever get out of the Daily Wire. Daily Wire's sort of got these in-depth uh, pieces, but they're sparse. And they're more hard-hitting, headline-driving, a little bit like Todd Starnes or some of the other million different uh, you know, websites uh, that are out there. In fact, I'll share these with you right now so that you guys have some of this stuff. Uh, in your uh, quiver, so to speak, your uh, cons- consumption news uh, quiver, uh, because I go through this stuff all the time. I have subscriptions to things like, um, as I said, Wall Street Journal, New York Times, The Economist Journal, Albuquerque Biz First. Uh, unfortunately, they charged me $345 this week. I was not happy about that. Epic Times. And then, uh, folks, you ain't, you ain't subscribing to anything. You, of course, remember this, uh, Murder Mike. I'm not sure if you saw my 1926 edition of the National Geographic, but no, is that know. every kid's favorite yeah, magazine growing up? growing up? Yep, that's where you first got, well, yeah, first got introduced to the female anatomy. <laughs> Later on, it was Playboy, but yeah. The, wi- the women of Lasoso. I mean, uh, the women of whatever. You know, no, that's not what, it, no. no, but when you're I curious. Yeah. yeah. Get it. Um, Got it. Wow. I did not, I was not expecting that. <laughs> out of left field. Uh. Yeah, way out of left field. Uh, here's some national stuff. If you guys want to jot these down, and I don't expect to go slow through all these, but I'm going to go through. I know Dowd, I think, announced at some point 
famously that he consumes somewhere, checks in, whatever, on 225 different websites. I don't know how that's even possible because I'm pretty efficient at what I do. All right, here we go. Top to bottom, national sites that you should think about if you're a conservative. Um, and sparsely, sporadically, and quickly. Breitbart, Washington Times, New York Post, Fox News, uh, New York Post, of course, Alexander Hamilton's paper, uh, Western Journal, Daily Caller, Town Hall, Reason, WND, Free Beacon, not that good. American Thinker, love that. Uh, Powerline, BPR, Conservative News, Washington Examiner, Federalist, Red State, CNS News, Right Scoop, Conservative Review, Political Insider, American Spectator, uh, Bearing Arms, American Family News, Borderland Beat, very good. We've had the... Uh, the originator of that particular website come into the radio station. I got his uh, amazing uh, book, which yeah, I started reading. I didn't uh, get that far because it sort of lost my interest about 40 pages in. OAN, American Renaissance, which some people say is a white supremacy site. I'm not sure why. Legal Insurrection, American Greatness, Mises Institute, probably my favorite website if I have time to burn. Uh, once you start reading something, especially if you have an economist mind, you will go to Mises. Uh, dot org. Gateway Pundit, Newsmax, Front Page Mag, uh, Judicial Watch, Jihad Watch, very good uh, website, Jihad Watch, First Things Commentary, Strategy Page, Daily Wire, and uh, PJ Media. Locally, uh, we track ABQ Journal, KOB, KOAT, KRQ, ABQ Raw, Joe Monahan, Errors of Enchantment, The Political Report, used to, uh, no longer. Daily Lobo, New Mexico In-Depth, ABQ Biz First, Project Pushback, Daily Lobo, New Mexico In-Depth, uh, I think that I said that twice. Uh, Opinion Post, New Mexico Sun, uh, which I am less and less um, recommending to people for uh, various reasons. You ever get these uh, websites that are just out to take out other websites? That's uh, certainly, in my opinion, yeah. what that one uh, has become. I just I just don't, don't need that. You click on one and just keeps taking into more and more and more and more. And next thing you know, you're looking at baseball scores from the 1970s. Yeah, you have no idea. Exactly. Thank you, Murder Mike. You're, you're on top. Yeah, no, I just just don't have a, a need for any of that stuff. So uh, also, the paper, New Mexico Political Journal, I don't think they've updated in two years, so I'm kind of done. They used to write a lot about me, the conservative New Mexican. Very good. Nick Wilbur is doing a great job out there. Uh, New Mexico News Network, you have to be a actual affiliated with New Mexico Broadcasters Association, of which I am and which we are here at the Kiva. I uh, like the New Mexico Broadcasters Association. Yeah. We get those uh, news blips that come out. We can use them as sort of an evergreen uh, type of news. Crime mapping and uh, something called forever uh, spin. And then finally, we have all of our guys on our radio station. Gordon Deal, Glenn Beck, Clay and Buck, Sean Hannity, Bill O'Reilly, Dina Lash, Ben Shapiro, Coast to Coast, Grand Zero. Ground Zero is getting better and better. Is that your favorite show? It, it, it has become that, yes. I listen Tell me to why. it all week. Uh, well, uh, on Monday with Clyde Lewis, he he discussed in depth the uh, Twin Towers. You mean Building Seven? Building all that of them. How, how they the, uh, how they yeah, were, yeah, yeah. how they fell to the, uh, to the ground? How there was controlled implosion explosions? Yes, and true. the uh, group that was in charge of the demolition, I think it's called it's called the Demolition Incorporated. Controlled Demolition Incorporated also did the uh, Oklahoma City building federal building did, did your jaw drop when he dropped yeah. that knowledge on you it did and then that apartment complex in miami that uh, was labeled for whatever reason yep. and they were also in charge of that and little did i know that some of these high-rise buildings are now putting in explosive devices 
before just such a disaster where if something, uh, a major trauma of some sort like this happens, that uh, the owner or the fire department could tell you to pull the building, and that means you're going to level it with whoever's left inside. I wouldn't believe that. No. I mean, you're talking about like a red telephone button for every kind of, building out there. Yeah. Well, not every, but just that building that, that there were. In. So, you know, my dad has built pretty much every building in town. Yes. So there is uh, something that burns straight through steel at about 3,800 to 4,000. And that is thermite. Thermite. So, yeah. And it doesn't require an explosion to take place. Okay. Really? Yeah. The ignition on that and the thermite and you can do it. So once you, so, and you see that. So if you're looking at the slow-mo pancake movement of the 9-11, you're obviously a believer. Is that correct? Oh, uh, I'm not a believer. I'm not a disbeliever. I just merely am looking at all sides. Of okay. It. So let's not try to convince anybody, but yep. basically uh, what Murder Mike watched or Murder Mike heard. And then what we have all watched is we have all collectively watched the spectacle of 9-11 uh, 2001. And we saw building two and building one and how they went down and, watching a building, you know, pancake on itself, but it happened so quickly. And I think the shock and awe of it, uh, it prevented you from sort of processing what was truly happening. And the way that it was, uh, you know, built, it was made to withstand a direct hit from a 747. We know that jet fuel can't burn as hot as right. it could have needed to have burned in order to create, right, in order to have created... Um, you know, that, that explosion. I don't want to go to 9-11 right, right, truth right. on any of this stuff. I'm just, but what we do know is that there was a building, building seven, which was adjacent uh, by about 400 yards of the 9-11 uh, towers, tower one and tower two. And they know that thermite uh, for several months, um, some people who have, and there's a whole I uh, idea out there, 9-11 truthers uh, who are out there, architects, engineers, um, I think more than 30,000 citizens. I think it's ae911truth.org uh, that you can go ahead and look at that stuff. And they do it from a physics standpoint. And they show how each of the towers sort of pancake right. and how quickly they do it. And the only way they, it's even achievable is through, is through thermite. Okay. That's, thermite that's burns at such a hot rate to create that weakness in the, and, and the way that the, uh, the, the twin towers were built and that, that steel, I mean, that very, very heavy steel that's on the inside, it could only have been cut with the immediacy that would have been required to for that building to pancake uh -huh. um, through an ignition that would be a staged demo that you see many times. And maybe you watch uh, Chris, you know, what, that magician, whatever his oh, name Chris is. Angel or Chris whatever. Angel or whatever. Like he's trying to escape a building before it implodes and he goes and he jumps out of that whole type of thing. That's the type of thing that is used. It's always thermite yeah i just thought it was interesting that that one demolition company was involved in so many of other buildings uh being brought down and cleaned up i, I just think there's a lot factor. more to it than than just the yes. one thing and i think there's way too many things the 9-11 commission much like the i mean since we spoke about jfk the warren, commission. the warren commission the same thing i mean it was directed by people who john f kennedy was hated by Right. Well, you're never going to find the truth. All these a-holes hated, uh, you know, John F. Kennedy wanted him dead. So they're going to come out with exactly what they were looking for right from the very beginning. Same thing with the 9-11 Commission. These people right. knew where to look, what to look for, and what they weren't going to look at, and what information. So the whole thing 
from start to finish, you were never going to get the truth from the beginning. But oftentimes people don't buy into that, right? They're like, hmm. they finally came out. I'm going to go buy the Warren Commission book. Remember when it came out? Oh, Christmas, yeah. The, the, you know? the, the revised. The, yeah, we got to go. We go look at that. I really want to better than the first one. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, anyway, you know, it, the whole idea is, you know, the world is a stage. It's meant to create, you know, why was Osama bin Laden's body dumped into the ocean? Correct. How come we didn't get to see it? If there was all this hubbub about looking out, out uh, for him for the for 10 years or whatever, and it comes to, you know, we come to find out, and people wouldn't believe this. It's so fantastic. You know, the people who found him, right? Yes. Less than eight months later, they died in a Chinook helicopter together. Does anybody ever question or talk about that? There's a lot of unanswered questions. Well, it's not unanswered questions. It's an interesting coincidences. And what, what do we know about coincidences? Uh, there are none. There are none. Yeah, thanks. Uh, exactly. Right. So anyway, you've got your media consumption. I think we kind of understand more or less kind of how to go about this and question everything. I think that's the most important thing oftentimes that we do not do murder. Right? We used to do that back in the 60s. Question the government, question everything. And then it just kind of fell by the wayside a lot of us grew up a lot of us didn't you know well i'll say one more thing and that's the fourth estate no longer exists so we used to have media that was independent the woodward and bernstein we're gonna hold we're gonna hold truth to power speak truth to power and that doesn't exist any longer it doesn't no because they're bought and paid for and cnn has had to revamp their entire financial model by ousting don lemon by ousting chris cuomo by ousting uh, what's the other guy that uh, the guy that everyone loves to talk about? Every conservative guy that loves to bash Brian something or other. Seltzer, who's now a, a professor over at Harvard. Oh, you know, I they, agree. yeah. So they love to bash that. They love to like push all of that that that, that kind of stuff. But the, the 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 long and the short of the fourth estate is it doesn't exist is because there's imp, there's plants in each of the newsrooms that know how to control that information that's coming out which is oftentimes why you might see an FBI lead or, hey, they're about to raid Mar-a-Lago. They're about to raid, you know, so-and-so's house who's affi- affiliated with, with, with Donald right. Trump. You know, how does that even happen? Why are we first on the scene when some of these types of things happen, yet something else happens? We have no idea. We're not hearing about it. So um, the fourth estate, which is the media, traditional radio, TV, and um, I would imagine bloggers and various other people are out there, doesn't really exist, Murder Mike. Um, I don't think there's any honesty in, in news anymore. And I think, you know, by and large, when you look at the approval ratings that come from, you know, right for the news, this is why we have to tell people to sort of now absorb a cross section. Well, I'm a, I'm a reader of the, the New York times, you know, I'm a reader of the, the wall street. Like you can't just be one thing because they're not telling the full story. No, it's not a report. Now we are an associated press uh, radio station, right? AP. And that's important, AP. Yeah, but you know, um, seventy to seventy-five percent of that stuff is liberal. The other twenty-five percent of that is conservative. We shouldn't say any of it is anything at any time because it shouldn't be biased. Period. It shouldn't. It should be just factual. Shouldn't we just get facts? Just the fact. Do we do a little drag just the down, facts. Right. UPI. You know, or I don't even know if UPI is around. Uh, I don't think, but it is. Yeah, it's we had uh, UPI and Reuters. AP and UPI. There was one other wire service we had at KOB, but S- I can't remember S- which S- one it was. I think it was SSI. Syndicates? I, I can't remember. Yeah. I know we had three wire machines right there where, where, where I worked. Yeah. I can't remember. But back in those days, the TV stations were family-owned. Hubbard owned KOB, 
uh, the Hemisphere's own Channel 13, and uh, I can't remember. Doesn't Hubbard name. still own? Hubbard still owns KOB. Yeah, they the only one. Uh, only Aren't TV they out of Minnesota, and they own a bunch of? Uh, Minneapolis, St. Paul, yes. They okay. own several TV stations. Wow. Get your check from from Minneapolis. Yeah. Well, Jerry Danziger used to be the GM over there, and of course now Michelle Donaldson is. Look at all these people texting. You're right, Eddie. Ground Zero is getting better and better. Yes. Accidents never happen by Blondie. Oh, you want me to play some music for you this afternoon? You like Blondie? Yeah, sure. I was Debbie Harry one once. (laughs) She make that little sound. She do a little smile and all that kind of stuff. Um. Laguna Pueblo has a mandatory vaccine and the boosters required, which is why I left after nine years at Dancing Eagle Casino. No shot for me and my family. We switched to kids' schools because of the mandatory vaccine. Of course, you know, all the media jumping on board and pushing the vaccine uh, mandates as well. It's amazing, you know, the times that we live in, sir. It and I is... went and actually talked to uh, several morticians and mama friends of mine. So I won't go Did you know that. about that that Epic Times article that I talked about? Uh, well, you know, I read where they're that saying this, these fibrous growths that are in people. After I read it, then I went and talked to uh, some friends of mine that yeah. work at some of the mortuaries. How long did you work in the uh, mort- um, the mortician industry? Or is, is that what you say the this uh, funeral industry? Funeral right? industry, okay. yeah. Down yeah. on the practice board was governed by. Um, I worked off and on in it. About 10, maybe 12 years. I went to Mortuary College at San Francisco College. What? Mortuary Science. There's a college for this? Yes. Wow. One in what San do you Francisco. learn? Uh, embalming, funeral directing. I don't even know management. really what embalming is. Are you uh, just gutting them and then, no, you know, no, stuffing no. them? Or like, it's give me some, give me some, do I want to be cremated or do I want to be embalmed? You want to be cremated. <laughs> I want to be cremated. There it is, folks. <laughs> You're waiting for the set, the great send-off. There it is. You want to be cremated. I what? want to be cremated, yeah. Well, and it's you worked is... in a funeral. I, do most of uh, funerary, um, what do you call it, presiders, do they want to be cremated? Probably. So it's just cheaper, really. I mean, Is anybody like doing funny stuff with the bodies, touching, feeling? No, no. I mean. Yeah, no one's, no one's doing that, right? That happens occasionally in, when? in the United States. Like ever. You very rarely read of an incident that that happens. A lot oh of them are just, you know, blown out of proportion. People's imagination can get their best of them when they don't know about uh, death and dying. And I have learned about it. I've learned how to deal with it. I went to mortuary college to deal with it. I Does became, everybody die? Hey, everybody, you don't leave this place alone. We don't leave it at all. Yeah, death yeah. and taxes. Take it, then you can't take it with it, although some people have tried. Yeah, like what? What's the craziest thing? Oh, you see? I did a lot of. Uh, did someone stick funerals. things in their comasayama to try and take with it? You know. Yeah, I did uh, gangster funerals where the, the gangsters would come by and put bullets or guns or dope or drugs or whatever in the casket with them. Uh, the the Native Americans have uh, interesting rituals. They uh, they bury a person with five dollars and a new pair of boots. So when they get to the other side, they'll have a little bit of spending capital with them. And oh, that's shoes. like the uh, fee to pay the river sticks, which is you know the two coins on the eyes. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Got to pay the payment, right? Yeah, they they, they super glue that. Oh, do they really? Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't want to get into too morbid, but oh, how I, come? I think, well, I don't know. I mean, I. It didn't bother I think me. You're too close. I don't want to have your listening audience. You know, I'm checking what? out the window. They're ready for this good radio. They <laughs> want this. Radio. They want this Friday night. You know, Friday not night. everyone who's hearing my voice right now is going to make it out of this weekend alive. That's true. 
Maybe some of the people up in Espa. What do you think? I think we should take a trip down memory lane. Are you and sure? Cruise up to Espanola. Check out they the Espa. Homicide up there, by the way. Gotta get the Espa lotter. Oh, here it is. Oh, just send you back in the day? Yeah, Booker T. Yeah, Booker T. And the MGs. What's the MGs? Why don't he just say the mofos? Booker T and the mofos. That'd be better. That's strong. What's the MGs? I don't know. Did Booker T and the MGs like Buddy Holly and the whatever it was? The police blotter is published to give readers an abridged look at criminal activity now in their community and their neighborhood. Simply an illustration of what local law enforcement, funded by the taxpayers, must deal with daily throughout the Espa Valley. Española police officers. Okay, are we get casino, tribal police. Rio Riba County Sheriff's deputies or the Santa Fe Police, state police, responded to the following calls. 7.32 a.m. An all-subs caller said a man is refusing to leave and being all belligerent. They have such big reports when it comes to the the, the belligerent. Uh, big word, $20 I, word. I couldn't even tell you what that is. What's belligerent? What, is, what does that even mean? 11, 12 a.m. A caller said three people are doing drugs at the portal at Floral Expressions. <laughs> We're open for every funeral. 11.23 a.m. A caller reported she's at her stepson's funeral and the kids are threatening to hurt her. What'd you do? <laughs> Long side What'd track. you do to Elmer? Why'd you hurt him all those years? The guy who's trying to get it. 12.30 p.m. A caller at State Road 76 in North Riverside Drive that someone messed with the construction barrels in front of the store and it's it's causing a backup. I got oh, somewhere to go. I got to be there by 10. <laughs> no such luck. <laughs> 2 15 p.m. Private Drive 1510 and Hernandez Caller reported hearing 15 shots. No coincidence. Fired in the area. Huh? 15 shots on 1510. There it is. 12 35 a.m. A deputy stopped at the OK Casino to check an elderly woman. Who'd been abandoned about six hours. How do they know the time? Six hours. She's been there six hours. Yeah, it took them that long to get there. 156 a.m. He that's late. A Valardi caller reported hearing about four gunshots at a party. <laughs> How do they know that it was at a party? Yeah. That's weird. 219 a.m. A Lowe's home improvement caller reported someone was shot in the parking lot. Police couldn't find anyone in the parking lots, but learned the man had been shot at a party in Velarde. The same one! <laughs> Must have been. <laughs> they heard the shot. He got one of those bullets. There's a there's a there's a bullet for everyone. You never know. What's the closest you've ever been to being shot? Uh moving. What's your next question? Really? Oh, I feel like we uh, we, we gotta stop. What no, I I don't have a next question. What what is the closest? Uh, closer than that, than I ever want to be again. Okay. Without, we'll leave it there. We're not yeah. going to test fate, right? Yeah. I don't want to tempt fate. Wow. <laughs> wow. I don't want to go downstairs and have it get closer. You, know? you think something's going to happen around here? Nope. Okay. All right. Good. Uh, let's pick it up. Wow. I've never heard that. We've known each other a long time. Oh, there's a lot of things. You've never laid it out for me. I'll share with you sometimes some of my more deeper secrets. <laughs> 4.19 a.m., a South McCurdy road caller reported his roommate. He took his medication. He's okay. He's good for about the next 8 to 10 hours. He's okay, but he's stupid. 10.13 a.m., El Quique caller reported the neighbor came to her house last night and began kicking her door. 
well. Is that really something to report? Yeah, apparently it is. People get arrested for far less than Albuquerque. No, they don't. 1.31 p.m. A County Road 52 in Villardi Caller said her 23-year-old boyfriend was shot in the face with buckshot. Oh, that's, that's got to be painful. Yeah. Why would you call that in? Wouldn't you just, like, throw him in and just go try to save him? He had a pretty face. 1.59 p.m. A caller said they heard a couple of gunshots near De Vargas Funeral Home. What could you be shooting at? 4.53 p.m. A Calle del Alamo, Alamo and North Railroad Avenue caller said a woman in a car is chasing a man who's running with a mannequin. That's strange. He's creepy. <laughs> Only in Espanol. Stop being all creepy, no. <laughs> 2.05 a.m. A middle San Pedro caller reported hearing a thump and grunting, and now her 32-year-old grandson is all passed out. <laughs> We're down What's and going out. on over there? Little blanket party. Oh, boy. 10.45 a.m., a Dulce Middle School caller reported a female student is on the football field with a knife. That's kind of a strange time. Yeah. Like, what's he waiting? What time was that again? 10.45 a.m. Why? Why? 12.28 p.m., a China Kitchen caller reported a group of six people walked down at a bill of more than $100. Can't report that. Not a crime. Nope. Anything less than $1,000 is... A misdemeanor. Not a crime. 5.32 p.m. A GameStop caller reported two men were running from Walmarts with a box. <laughs> I'm ready for the Sonics. Where's the Sonics? <laughs> Super Sonic. <laughs> 6.51 p.m. A police officer stopped to check out a man walking around Cook's Mobile Home Park with a big knife. Everybody's got knives. You know what I'm saying? How does any of this stuff get reported? Why? These people are very sensitive in Espanola. They, got, they don't have a whole lot to do, I guess. They know one number. <laughs> He's on speed. I have 911 on speed dial. No. Yeah. A Fairview Sonics caller at 8.10 p.m. reported a man has a gun on him and he's walking around. Police determined he wasn't threatening anyone. He just had someone order him some ice creams. There it is. He's it not threatening. Just, just, everyone's what? just trying to get ice cream at 8.10 p.m. Probably the only place in town to get it. So, a frosted. You like the ocean waters? I've tried it. Don't mix it with the Aquanet. No. Twelve thirty-five a.m. A speedway caller said a man with an ankle bracelet. How do they even get that good of a look at things? An ankle bracelet. He's got an ankle bracelet. Yeah. He's acting all crazy. He's upset because the store is closed. Maybe that's how they saw. I can't get my alcohol. I need it. I'm having withdrawals. Eleven fifty-one a.m. An East Pueblo street caller said there are people at a near, nearby house and no one is supposed to be there. She left town. I saw her leave. I'm taking care of her dog when I remembers. Members? <laughs> Members? <laughs> 11.55 a.m. An Espa public schools caller reported a drunk man is trying to go inside and saying he's looking for Valdez Park. I can't find it anymore. I see it just in my dreams anymore. 1.10 p.m. Uh, yeah. I don't even know what this is. I don't know the. I don't know this word. A Jorge scholar. Scholar. A J O J I. Jorge. Jorge. Sounds like Jorge, right? Jorge. Jorge. Jorge's scholar reported about ten homeless people are in the alley behind the business, and their presence is making the delivery drivers uncomfortable. Have you ever called the nine one one on uh, your homeless people? Oh, not yeah. once. I, 
<laughs> like, 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 have you? No, no, they'll never respond. He's homeless. He needs your help. 128 p.m. A Girls Hill Road in Hikaria said a person busted his ears open and doesn't want to leave. What does that even mean? Busted your ears? I don't know. He's bleeding. <laughs> He's dropping blood right in front of me when he dips his head. By 36 p.m., a caller reported a man with a bushy beard and a Trump and Biden stickers on the back. Oh, that's crazy. That's loco. If you got Trump and Biden on the back of your truck, murder Mike? Nope, I got that. And he was driving erratically, then slowed down, and he gave him the gun signal. He wanted to throw down. <laughs> oh, I, I what is going on up there? Sticker. Uh, you, know what, you want to tie one on tonight and uh, head on to Espa? Oh, yeah, there you go. Get get a little 47 and... Uh, yeah, a little, little Colt, Colt 45. Get that... Uh, yeah. The, the bypass. Hit the bypass and... Oh, you're thinking of the road. Yeah. Yeah. Used to be able to hear my station up there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was good on the, uh, what, what was this? Uh, the what was the Los Alamos station? I the, I'm saying, say again. The Los Alamos station I was on. Oh, uh, KRSN. KRSN. Curson. It's now just playing Flood de los Flores all the time. 9.51 a.m. A real grande sun caller requested courtesy rounds. They always request the courtesy rounds up in Española. Courtesy rounds because someone keeps showing up after dark. And squatting on the properties and leaving trash and clothes there every morning. 10.04 a.m. <laughs> a private drive, 1513, and Hernandez caller said the neighbor's dogs go to her house and chew up her wrought iron and eat her cat's food. Those are some tough dogs. Yeah, chewing up Eating iron. the cat food and then biting off all the wrought iron? That'd be a pit bull. No one's chewing up wrought iron. What are you talking about? Yeah, 2.53 p.m. You're seeing things. Mira, a Hernandez caller requested welfare checks on a person in a truck. He's sleepy. He said he's watching the man through the binoculars, and he keeps opening and closing his eyes. <laughs> he's blinking. <laughs> These are actual calls, though. I know. That's a, that's you can't crazy. make this stuff up. Uh, apparently, you can't. It's yeah. happening only in Espanola. 3.13 p.m. A caller requested a welfare check on a shirtless man. He's lying on the side of the road near the bus stop by Allsops. He's all sick and Allsops with a chimney and a slush puppy. You like those? <laughs> I like the little blue slush puppy. They grew oh, yeah. up with them. 12.56 a.m. A Camino de Roberto caller said two people are walking around the neighborhood in ski masks. Okay. Isn't that every day in Albuquerque or wherever? Oh, yeah. It's uh, a uh, nice watch. Your watch just... Blinded me. Oh, sorry. Wow, what are you flying a Rolex? Is that a Mexican Rolex? <laughs> yeah, I got it in Mexico. It's called a Roll Roldex. Called a Rolos. Ten twenty-four a.m. A Kaya Ranchitos caller said a man and a woman appear to be trying to steal copper wiring. Of course, someone's gonna buy it. Is it is it a crime to steal it or is it a crime to buy it? It depends what it is. Copper wiring. Oh. 11.44 a.m. A Hernandez caller said a man is walking around the yard and refusing to leave. He's just walking around in circles. Just He's just in, in, in the yard. Sounds like Espanola would be a fun place to live. You know? Really? You yeah. think so? No. Sounds like it would be fun to visit. No. no. Not even. Straight I, through. I used to have to pick you up. You just stop at El Parasol or Paraguas. So you just get your food. You run from the Atencios. You just make a run. El Parasol, yes. El Parasol. 
All right, 6.04 p.m. A Kennedy Loop caller says someone keeps throwing notes in her yard. Sending me love notes. Why? Don't send me love notes. I'm taken. He's coming back. They're going to get him out of the pinta soon. <laughs> then I'm going to love him all over again. <laughs> the Santa. Taruka. So glad, honey, you waited for me. 6.05 p.m. A Lowe's home improvement caller reported a man is refusing to leave. He also tried to return the merchandise that wasn't his. <laughs> when he's hanging around with the merchandise and he said he's refusing to leave with at 6.05 in the afternoon. That is awesome. Oh, boy. That, that, that's a good one. Oh, that's a good one. Alcalde caller at 6.25 p.m. says someone chopped down the power pole, causing a power outage. I need some firewood. The forests are on fire. I'm trying to keep my house warm. No. <laughs> I can't believe somebody calls. <laughs> Oh, that's amazing. 6.34 p.m., a Fairview pharmacy caller reported a man is smoking on the corner and throwing rocks. Oh, there's our first rock thrower. Yeah, Everyone's rocks. yelling. Everyone's throwing rocks in Espa. Uh, 3.39 a.m. Is that early or late? I don't know. Caller requested a welfare check on a woman in Alcalde. The caller said it's the woman's birthday and she's spending it alone. Drinking. But she isn't suicidal. The reporting officer said they're trying to convince the drunk woman to go to bed. What is she doing? I go walking after midnight. 10.51 a.m. A lower San Pedro Road and Ham Parkway caller. Like the beer, hams. Remember that Remember that beer? That a man was walking near an animal shelter, yelling at himself and punching mailboxes. What if he was punching himself and, right, yelling at mailboxes? I think that would have been smarter. Uh, 12.26 p.m. A La Masia caller says someone called her parents early this week, saying her nephew was in a bad accident and needed some help. They demanded $1,500 be sent by a FedEx to New Jersey. They called back and said they actually needed, hey, $2,500. 12.43 p.m. A Lumberton caller said he and his friend are stuck on the side of the road and wants an officer to give him a ride somewhere. He began yelling at the dispatcher and saying, it's the officer's job to give him a ride and that he and his friend are running low on water, waiting all night for the officer just to get there. Well, it has an Uber on the I'm map. parched. Send the officer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, parched. I'm belligerent and parched. No. Isn't that what the white people say? When they... Send two officers. <laughs> and I got the, I got the cotton mouth. Cotton mouth. Cotton mouth. Oh, no, I, I've only had a few cigarettes. It shouldn't be that dry, but it is. Yeah, honestly. Just because I smell like fun. <laughs> 3.50 p.m. A Murphy's Express caller reported a woman is under the blanket. <laughs> <laughs> On the side of the road in the gas station, the caller thinks she's doing drugs under the blanket. Happy <laughs> <laughs> uh, Don't you what love it? What is she doing? 4.46 p.m. An Albuquerque caller reported her wife was staying at the Vallecitos Mountain Resorts. It was supposed to leave around 1 a.m. to return home, but hasn't come back yet. She called several times, but the wife won't answer. The woman called back to say she just realized her wife is supposed to return tomorrow, not today. <laughs> <laughs> Only in northern New Mexico. Eh? 5.31 p.m. A Lowe's home improvement caller said a man is in the store. He's making aggressive gestures. I wonder if that's one or two with. What's an aggressive gesture? Uh, probably waving at one, uh, somebody with five fingers and then waving back with one. 
Someone would tell you it's the bird. They wouldn't tell you, hey, he's clipping me the bird. He's an aggressive, aggressive gesture. gesture. Yeah, you just wouldn't do that's that. Politically Again, correct. that's like a very long way of saying, he flipped me the bird. Like, that's just, just that's too much work. Off. That's too much work for somebody in Espa. <laughs> way too much. Way, way. 7.43 p.m. E, dangerous place. Lauterberger's called. Caller reported a man is kicking the memorial outside the restaurant. Ooh, that's oh, the guy that just got gunned right in the face. That, that's, how many uh, how many shots did that guy take to the face? Three, right? Three. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. He caused Two a mess, allowing the balloons to fly away. We just lost him. Why? Because he got shot in the face. He can't see. So bad. I'm sorry. I didn't say you were. I'm just saying I know that, it that, is that someone sorry, like, like it's, <laughs> yeah, it's literally no. a memorial in front of a lot of burger. Yeah. I mean, Can I have an it's a burger? Double <laughs> cheese, double meat. Huh? Those fries and a root beer. What is it about the ice over at Lotta Burgers? Lotta Burgers. Have you noticed their hamburgers that used to be big back in the day? Oh, uh, no. Now? They've gone cheap, bro. Yeah, you got to go to Whataburger. Yeah. Water go get the Burger. double cheese, or, cheeseburgers. Or, or Griff's. Oh, oh I can't talk one. about that. I, I can't talk about Whataburger. It's too much. It's too much. Oh, my they God. It's so good. Green chili. What is it? Good what do they do? I don't know what they do, but it's good. And uh, Griff's, I don't I, I don't want to be plugging people, but Griff's Burger King, Burger Bar over on Central in Wyoming, one block west. Griff's. How is that place still open? Yeah, I have no idea. They don't even have uh, inside service anymore. It's all drive up because they've been robbed. Oh, so there you times. go. Yeah. But they're open late and they got their hamburgers are like a lot of burgers used to be. Griff's, Griff's. aptly named. 3.42 a.m. A Speedway caller reported a man broke into the store and threw some cigarettes. He may have also taken money in the lottery ticket. Uh, trying to quit smoking and pay for No the winners from this gas station. 12.07 p.m. A Murphy's Express caller said a woman is refusing. Another refusing to leave. No, it's all about refusing to leave. No one's yelling or throwing rocks much in this. That's my blotter. 12.19 p.m. A Valdez caller said a man walking on North Railroad Avenue is flashing cars as they go by. You think they could even tell? I mean, come on. We're talking about Espa. A lot of free time on their hands. I wonder what happens if you steal a lottery ticket and it wins. What do you do? Uh, won't turn it in. Yeah. yeah, the gas station's got it registered on the other side. The handshake. No. He yeah. sold it to me. Yeah. <laughs> Deodoro, so he sells me all my lottery. Yeah. I'm there every every Wednesday at 8.55 p.m., five minutes before the close to get lucky at the end. 9.12 p.m., a West Bond Street and North Coronado Avenue caller reported a bunch of yelling and screaming. There we go. A yelling and screaming in the area. 1 a.m., sharp. 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 Stairs Avenue and Chama caller said he was lying in bed when a man tried to get in through the window. Ooh. Oh, he was hard up. That's rough. The windows only open and crack. The Viagra starts kicking in about 11 p.m., son. I just start breaking in all the local places. <laughs> Pretty. Try not to scream, son. Still uh, that's, a, that's, a, that's a bad joke. <laughs> Probably true, though. 10.56 a.m., a County Road 341 caller reported someone drove through his property and smashed some fruit trees. Depends Ooh. on the type of fruit tree. Right. That that could be a punishable difference. Mm, There's no. where your homicide came Thousands from. Thousands of dollars. 2.51 p.m. A La Mesilla caller reported two men are refusing to leave the house. Everyone's just refusing, refusing to, to leave. leave. That's all we got this week. They must Those people who are there. hanging out. Must be football season. Yeah, the NFL. 6.02 p.m. A Dollar General caller reported an employee is very drunk. 
I could be like any <laughs> any, any hour at any time. Yeah, any dollar. What's two dollars gonna get me? Uh, MD twenty twenty. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Ten, do they? They don't sell. They don't MD? sell liquor at the dollar place, do they? No. Oh. Really? Wow. I mean, not legally. You never know under the counter. Okay. 6.18 p.m. A Baker Lane caller reported someone is impersonating the manager and going around collecting rents from the tenants. Boy, they're stupid. Boy, there's a citable offense. Wow. That's good. We got to go do that. I'm official. Check out my suit. 10.12 a.m. A Fast and Furious caller. Oh, I know where that's located. Said a customer brought in a U-Haul trailer that was reported stolen out of Denver. The caller said the VIN has been altered. How would you even know that? Uh, Unless you were involved in the crime. Huh? Uh, oh, yeah. The Sherlock bin. Holmes of Espanola. Yeah. What would you name the the Sherlock Holmes of Espanola? Uh, you gotta have a name. Uh, What's a real wise guy Hispanic name? I was I keep, think, keep coming to mind Dick Tracy, but no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, That's too obvious. A guy Olivas caller reported a woman at 7.49 p.m. is walking around yelling and screaming. We got the ladies yelling. A County Road 236 in El Rito caller requested a welfare check on two people in a car because she can't tell if they're dead or alive. That's scary. That's Jake Cabrera. I've got another half an hour of these. He, he really loaded me for He thought I was going to do this for an entire hour. I, I'm doing it for him, and I don't even know if he's listening. What's going on, Dowd? Why? Dad, where are you, Dowd? Call us. Oh, I gotta phone. love the DQ, Dairy Queen. Huh? Oh, there What's you your go. favorite thing at the Dairy Queen? A banana milkshake what? and dip cones. Yeah, the um, Dilly Bar, the cherry oh, well, Dilly Bar, yeah. buck seventy nine. Yeah. Oh, it's good. The crunch. Hey, there's only uh, one they used to have the butterscotch back in the day. Yes, remember? I remember. Kicking that. it old school. You get butterscotch, I'll get the wild cherry. Oh well. Or, uh, yeah, there are hardly any Dairy Queens around anymore either. Have you noticed that? Yeah, I've noticed. I, no dilly bars. I know. Get to order those from Amazon nowadays. <laughs> dilly dally. <laughs> I don't know. 2.53 p.m. A Dairy Queen caller said a man with a knife is walking around and pointing the knife at people. Everybody's got a knife. They actually do. Uh, let's see what we got. Let's see. A Paseo de Paluna caller reported the neighbor tried to attack him because he asked him to turn down the music. That's a hell of a reason to you get don't do all that. Done. If you're stoned and you're jammed out, that's the last thing you want to do is tell that person to turn down the music. He will kill you. And finally, I didn't even know they had one. I say it every time. A Starbucks caller requested the welfare check on a man at the bus stop who appears to be on drugs and is jumping in and out of traffic. Sounds like Frogger. <laughs> he just took a hit off that Starbucks coffee and it amped him up. You know? I don't think so. Uh, one last one. A County Road 92 in Chimayo caller reported he went by marijuana from a drug dealer and the tra- dealer threatened to kill him. She said the drug dealer forced him to put chips in his brain so he can clear his thoughts. <laughs> Transhu- He's talking about all that transhuman stuff. Why? He better switch drugs. Uh, right, uh, Murder Mike. Uh, your 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 final thoughts. We'll let you give. Dowd normally gives his final thoughts, but I guess we're gonna um, let you. Let's quit the hug a thug mentality and get back to a government that's for the people. And I can't. I don't know that you blindsided me on that one. I didn't. I didn't have a good one other than hug a thug. I asked you to give me your final thoughts. Thoughts and that's, that's I don't have any thoughts at this time. Of oh, the day. Well, there you go. You <laughs> could also say that. So um, there it is. 
uh thank you eddie though thank you for letting me did you have fun yeah i did this you got to sat, uh, sit in sat in yeah Sad. he's fantastic he's fun day friday it's what a fantastic fun day friday <laughs> don't forget to listen to clyde lewis and, and george nori tonight yeah george nori george nori good yeah i uh, love it when you and mike talk about everything he's a really sweet guy and i appreciate that he is on your program someone loving you right oh thank you don't pay the ferryman by krista berg he also does uh ladies in red lady in, lady in red accidents never happen by blondie i don't know about blonde what do you what do you think you think we should you think we should uh do a little uh blondie on the way out what do you like shakedown breakdown by what's his uh it's i gotta know it i know you do um I know the name of the song is Shakedown Breakdown. It's a from uh, Fast and the Furious or Beverly Hills Cop, something like that. How about right. how about how about we end end the summer the right way with one of my very favorite songs and a song from a a great a great movie called The Wedding Crashers. You might remember it um, with uh, Vince Vaughn. Oh, and it happened to I tried to watch some of it with my my kids this weekend as we went to El Paso. And, yeah. I love it. And of course, this is Mungo Jerry right up your alley. Oh, yeah. Right there, there you go. A little uh, in the summertime uh, here in the Kiva, folks. The we'll see you bright and early tomorrow. Actually, I will see you bright and early tomorrow. Yeah, you will. Live all day. And all day, all night, Friday. all the way till 3 a.m. on Sunday. So thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned. Bill O'Reilly is next. And of course, you've got Clyde Lewis. Yeah. George Nori, all the honors right there. Thank you, everybody. When the weather is high, you can stretch right up and touch the sky. When the weather's fine, you got women, you got women on your mind. Have a drink, have a drive, go out and see what you can find. If a daddy's rich, take her out for a meal. If a daddy's poor, just do what you feel. Speed along the lane, you can down or return to 25. When the sun goes down, you can make it, make it good and live high. When I grab people, when I dirty, when I mean, we love everybody, but we do as we please. When the weather's fine, we go fishing or go swimming in the sea. We're always happy, last we're living, yeah, that's our philosophy. Sing along with us, This is The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque.